what Targeeger's art's all about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Putting your Penises. fingers on the wires <laughs> and it being like a sex thing. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. So hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of Graveyard Smash. Like moving on. <laughs> you know always do the intro. No, you got it. No, you're no, you're it. always you're always criticizing. Hello everyone. Welcome to Graveyard Smash. I'm Danny O'Dwyer. No, darn it! <laughs> it's harder than I thought. Uh, I, oh shouldn't God. Have, I shouldn't have criticized you. So, uh, I'm Danny O'Dwyer, joined as always by my wife, Elise. Introduce yourself. Hi, everyone. And, my, uh, wife. <laughs> my wife. My wife. My wife. Still going strong. Still Returning guest, uh, Monica. Say hello. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, the movie we're doing today is Aliens, the sequel to Alien. We've been talking about doing this one with Monica since the uh, very untimely death of Bill Paxton. It's my favorite movie. It's, it's one of my favorite. It's the first it's movie, movie I saw. Like I saw this when I was like twelve, and it was the first movie after like movies I liked as a kid, being like, "This is my favorite movie." Yeah. Like I really liked it. Yeah, I think I saw it. I saw it the first time the summer between fifth grade and sixth grade. Okay. But I had already read the novelization of the film. <laughs> Oh, I, well, I was not allowed to see the movie. I wasn't allowed that. to okay. see it, and then I yeah I, by Alan Dean Foster. I believe. Exactly, yeah. and it's great. Yeah, I, I read I it too. Say, it's excellent. I, read I highly it recommend after it. After I saw the movie as a way to like do it as a book report. Oh, good thinking. You can't do a Definitely, movie. You report. can't do a movie report on aliens, but you can do <laughs> <laughs> on the, the novelization of, of the, the film, movie. But which, it's a good novelization. Yeah, he's he's a pretty good sci-fi uh, writer, and he did. And it's also it includes the stuff as we'll get into. We are doing the director's cut of Aliens, of course. And it, it has all those scenes, which, which were, you, was really hard to find in the video store days. Yeah, it was. Well, they didn't have it. I remember getting a, a bootleg VHS copy mm-hmm. of the laser oh. disc in oh. the late nineties. So yeah, we could watch. That, well, because I saw the I I only saw this movie in its entirety after we were dating. So oh, I wow. was a real late adopter. Late. Yeah. yeah, I don't know why I never saw it, but probably you weren't allowed because it was R rated. Even though there were action yeah. figures. Now another thing I'd like that were to talk toys. about. Yeah, they would, they would do this marketed cool to thing. children <laughs> this time. Yeah, there were Terminator. Terminator. It was figures. kind of a James yeah. Cameron thing. Yeah. Maybe. yeah. What was the Terminator Two? Is with the action yeah. Figures. It started with yeah Terminator Two and Aliens, which. Well, I kind of equ- I mean, I they are equated. Yeah. Right. You know, well, the first one that they um. I believe Alien. There was RoboCop ones. I'd buy that for a dollar. Too. Yeah, there was RoboCop mm-hmm. ones. Which that movie is insanely violent. Insanely like, violent. Yeah. Like, <laughs> this movie, it's, you know, an action horror sci-fi blend. It's not that gory for the most part. RoboCop is one of the most bloodthirsty films ever, like, yeah. released in American yeah. And then they're like, you know who would enjoy this? Children. Kids. <laughs> and they're right. Children. I mean, they're right. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. not wrong. He shoots his hand off, like... <laughs> torturing a cop to death jeez isn't there also now maybe this is just wishful thinking on my part but as i recall one of the toys was like the android but he came in half am i rem- oh. is that is that totally misremembering is that i just- remember the ed 209 and i remember robocop you could take his helmet off so you could see his face look up a bishop yeah, the like from Action Aliens. Picture. Now I didn't have any of the toys. Oh. I didn't have any of the Aliens toys. I just know yeah, they I, exist. I, I, I saw them and I was into them, but I didn't have them. I did. Capone had like a weird, like bionic arm oh, yeah. for some reason. Well, because that's what black guys at that time had. That's yeah, like a Final like, Fantasy you know, Seven, Mortal Kombat Two, Mortal Kombat, you know, Jax. Yeah, it's just a thing at that time. Yeah, I gotta, racist probably, but <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It was like wow. they're like uh, people might not like. 
you know, the, the black guy character, so we got to give him something for the white kids. Like, right. A right. robot arm. Like, why else would the white kids choose it? Now, in my family, we actually had black dolls. Yeah. That was the thing. Like, my sister had a black Cabbage Patch doll. We had black yeah. Barbies and white Barbies. Like, we just, it was just, that was. I Not had the, we had the um we had the He Man guy that looked like O. J. Simpson. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and we had um I Capone. Can't find... But uh, that's about I it. probably wishfully that's probably a yeah. toy I would have if I could design <laughs> the toys. So one thing I'd kinda like to get Quite into good for a human. <laughs> <laughs> Love that heartwarming <laughs> moment. <laughs> Spewing milk. <laughs> uh, not Whoa. bad for a human was actually what Lance Henderson called his uh, autobiography. Oh, well, oh, yeah, not bad role. for a human. Yeah. yeah. Okay, do, what do they do in the movie? Besides, I know his acting, he acts very weird and creepy, obviously. But do they do something to his face? Is there some something is off? Is it just the face he's making? I think so. Uh, well, and his, ac- his, his acne scarring. Is that really what it is? It's Judging. scarring? <laughs> There's something about his face. It's like, oh, yeah, he does look a little inhuman. Is it literally just the face he's making? I think so. I think so. Well, that's really impressive then. Yeah. That's something that was weird about his skin or something. He was actually the first choice to play the Terminator as well. Yeah. Now, see, that's weird. That. That's yeah. a weird casting. To well, me. he wanted him. Well, in theory, the Terminator is right, supposed to be to, kind of an everyman. Well, right, he, or the Terminator is supposed to be able to blend in. Infiltrate. Just like <laughs> just like that naked Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just does. Like I the, always the, think when I see the him. The biggest fucking human being on the planet. <laughs> like yeah, it's, it's actually never notice him. Yeah, walking not not someone that you would like with with the accents. Now this is a good time to bring up that the first person that the Terminator encounters is in it's fact Bill Paxton, Bill Paxton. with blue hair, mm-hmm. and hey, he's also, a couple cans uh, short of a six pack. The T one thousand does. Uh, you know, possess Vasquez's body in Terminator 2 when she's mm-hmm. playing the mom. Mm-hmm. The, 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 shitty the foster mom. Foster the mom. shitty mom. Yeah. And my favorite thing is that she's the mom in, in Titanic as well. Yeah. The little the Irish, Irish mom. mom. Yeah. yeah. A lot so, of range. A lot of range. <laughs> and I found out today, now I did not know this from my Aliens uh, fan magazine that I had, but actually Michael Bean was a last minute replacement too. Yeah, it was, um, um, what's his name? That I wrote it down, Ajax. Actually. I'll shove that bat up your ass and turn you into a popsicle. Mm-hmm, yeah. Oh, James Remar? Yeah. yeah. Was, oh, dude, I love him. Yeah. I, he I was, like Michael They were Bean shooting. Too. Same. They, with, they, he was in the in, movie. He's actually in the finished it was movie. A, it was a full-on Eric... Um, his body, like from behind yeah. in yeah. the armor, but they removed him, obviously. Eric, with Eric Stoltz situation. Eric Stoltz, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, they, there's parts of the movie still where, like, when they first go into the compound, like... Yeah, like, where it was too expensive to replace like and they're refilm. just you can't yeah. tell it's him so. yeah right james remar just had a really bad drug problem at the time so they oh. fired him off the movie so yeah too bad but he regrets that yeah because <laughs> he had an okay career but yeah well he never would have gotten to i mean he never got to be a navy seals like Michael he never Mayer. got to be a navy seal and he didn't get to be johnny ringo yeah that's right. true yeah true no it's um what's interesting too and i kind of want to talk about this i guess jump right into it because i was thinking about it a lot today because when i bring up this it's like a horror movie people push back immediately like well that's mm-hmm. not a horror movie mm-hmm. i've heard people like like, like well the first one is but the second one is more of an a, action movie yeah. more of a sci-fi movie and it's like well first well, of all the okay, first one is also a sci-fi movie it is right. on a spaceship there are scenes in this movie of such pure terror right like yeah there's a lot of action ha- but the i mean it's when you think about what is an action movie like you were saying this listen i'm like yeah if you think about like a diehard or cobra this movie's not like that mm-hmm. you know no, like especially for the time like it's if you look at the the way the fighting the fights are choreographed it's not it's never focusing on like the shooting really 
the guns are largely ineffectual to the end of the movie. Yeah, it's about you know. Well, you and especially in the in the director's cut because there's more suspense with when true. they're holed up, like with the guns running out and them trying. Yeah. You know, there's way more of that like suspense building in that version. Yeah, and it's 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 not like. It, the, the way it's choreographed too, and also like fights, especially at this time, action movies still do this thing. So like the the character, they fight, they start losing, and then they get like a second win. Right. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, the characters are always terrified, <laughs> and like the closest thing to that is when yeah, Ripley, they're never not afraid. Well, at the beginning, they come in overconfident, yeah, and then it's like before a steady they before they see them, yeah, right, their, yeah. And the the closest thing to like a badass moment is at the end of the movie, right. um, when uh, get she, away from her, you bitch. Yeah, yeah, right. and and that's but even then, she's still terrified, right. Yeah. And actually, I think a kind of misunder, you know, misremembered part of the movie. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because it is. It's more scary when you watch it, like rewatching it again, too. It is more desperate and more scary. And it's got more of that, like, um, like a horror movie where you think you're out of the woods and then it's like, oh, shit, one's in your trunk (laughs) kind of thing. Right. So um, she's not like taking revenge. She's in fear for her life and for Newt's life. Her surrogate daughter. It's it's more in the line of like a a final girl and like, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. A, a, you know, a Jason movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then she wouldn't be fighting if she didn't have to. Like, right. Yeah. You know, it way more than like Dalton at the end of right. Roadhouse. Right. You know? <laughs> well, and I think it's also kind of interesting when you compare. Okay, I was also rewatching it and I was thinking about Jones the cat and how funny it is that they not only included Jones. Yeah. But like continue like the whole beginning has that cat kind of featured prominently. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Which makes sense. I yeah. mean, he survived mm-hmm. with her. He's like the only thing left alive but i think newt like in the in the first movie there's a lot of the terror comes from her almost making stupid decisions to protect the cat yeah you know like when she goes back and grabs the cage and stuff yeah it does add to the suspense and i think it's realistic in a way in that when you're that afraid you would make those and i think newt becomes jones the cat yeah second movie like the helpless thing that so that you you can't like yell at the screen about it why would you go up there like like, of course she would go after a kid yeah you you would right Yeah. yeah Uh, so to kick it off, the movie begins with the classic 20th century Fox <laughs> intro, which I miss, and it sucks too. because it's owned by Disney now, and now they're uh-huh. doing this thing It's like kind of more breaking news. Disney's not licensing their movies for like second-run theaters and stuff, for, oh. like independent theaters, like really? the Hollywood Boulevard and stuff, so you can't really? watch... Yeah, they'll never do Aliens or Big Trouble in Little China or Die Hard again. Oh, that's terrible. Oh, I'm so glad we saw Big Trouble in Little China at Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, maybe they they'll do it, it eventually. Oh, I'm so sad I didn't that yeah. time. <laughs> it was great. Oh, man. It was great. So we see Ripley where we last mm-hmm. left her. She's floating through space. And there are some nice details in that opening scene, like the, the um, gun that she fired at the alien at the end of the first movie to like kick it is actually in that opening scene, like where it fell oh. against the door and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah I, There's something I, I, very creepy about the idea of that much time mm-hmm. passing yeah. and everything creepy. being exactly the same. And I'd like to mark equality. She still has her like 1970s hair at the beginning of the movie. Yes. Yeah. It's yes. not just inexplicably cut. They wait a while to and cut it. As I was rewatching it and taking notes, there is really good attention to detail yeah. in this movie. Yeah. All the way through. It's a really solid script. And it's funny when you think about for James Cameron, it wasn't like a passion project for him. It wasn't something I think he did like where he really felt it. But there is still, I I think it's got more quality attention to detail than Avatar. For example. Oh, yeah. no, no question. You know, and, and it's kind of funny because he'll, he'll refer to it as kind of like a franchise movie he did kind of like, mm-hmm. you know. 
I mean, he said he wanted to do it. He did yeah, it. He got yeah. it the part two off the strength of the Terminator. Right. Terminator kind of got him aliens. Yeah. But then Terminator 2 also was close. I, I want to say he filmed aliens, then Terminator like two, one year, and then the se- next year, Terminator 2, right? Well, or something. No, 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 no. Terminator 2 is like I'm sorry. No, I'm totally later. wrong. Yeah. yeah. No, Terminator 2 is in the 90s. I'm talking about Terminator 1. Yeah. The first <laughs> one. So it hadn't, what happened was it hadn't come out in England yet. That's what it is. I was and like, he I filmed this in England. There's like an yeah. overlap with yeah. something with Terminator that distracted so that was, him from this movie. Because him and the, the crew that worked at their, the set, because in England, the uh, production studios or whatever, you keep the same crew instead of hiring mm. your own. His crew didn't like him at all. They didn't think it. They, oh, surprise, yeah, surprise. Yeah, because they hadn't yeah. seen uh, I saw his Terminator Oscar speech, yet. so mm-hmm. I know. He's, he's a piece of shit. Totally a pain yeah, in the ass. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> Notoriously hard to work what, with. You know what, though? You know what? When we're all dead. Yeah. Okay. Like you know, All seven dust. generations okay. from now, people are going to look back at this era, and James Cameron is going to be like taking a shit all over it. Yeah. You know, because it's going to it's terminate the Terminator movies. Oh, Oh, one hundred percent. Aliens, Titan. I mean, w- just say what you're going to say about Titanic. Yeah. It it's you know. Yeah. It's there. It's not going anywhere. No. It's like a you know. It's an every house has a bathroom, yeah. and yeah. James Cameron has 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 Titanic. <laughs> and also. Avatar again, like biggest three D movie ever. So, Avatar. I can't believe there's an Avatar world now. Oh my god! I, I went to Disney and I saw it. What did you think? I drank a green beer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, moving right along. It's been fifty-seven years. Um, we are introduced to Paul Reiser. We find out he works for the Wayland Yatani Company. They don't say the name of the company. It's just referred to as but it the is company. A, a consistent thing through the extended universe and the original yes. Alien and Aliens. Right. Well, mm-hmm. and even in some of the extended universe stuff, it's implied that there is no government, but sometimes it's implied that there that the is. The company might be the government. Yeah, it's it, it varies a little bit from property to property. It does. It does. But it's liked, always evil. It's always it's never good. It's never used... good, and I like that. I like that they used Paul Reiser in um, the second season of Stranger Things oh, yes. as like the character that we're not sure if he's good or bad. And it was really hard to like imagine that he wouldn't be a villain. Right. Well, because of this, this character. This, Burke, this character yeah, is the character. Is it's kind of a re- redemption arc for this character. To yeah. A certain yeah. Degree. It is. Yeah. I also think in general, Stranger Things actually borrows a lot from the way that Alien specifically builds horror, going back to what you were talking yeah. about. And it's funny because Stranger Things is similar to Aliens that it is kind of an action pop property. Right. You know? But it is, cons- it generally gets considered horror. It has a lot of like, yeah. you know, monster right. suspense building. Well, it's, yeah, and, and it has it the Stephen King, Aliens. John and Carpenter King. stuff. It's, yeah, yeah. yeah. Spielberg. Yeah. Yeah. It does though. It's, it definitely yeah. borrows from all. Well, of and, but I like too. It's good for the time, especially that it's um, a bad company instead of being mm-hmm. the government. Because at the time during yes. the eighties, and most even like you know Ghostbusters, the plot's actually pretty reactionary. Like the bad guys are the EPA, right? Yes. Trying to shut down yes. a small business owner. This is something I've actually always loved about Aliens, even before I was maybe politically right. conscious yeah, about it. But too. I always liked it that it yeah. was like the company's the bad guy. Yeah. And the way he, they're only about they're profits. So and, Although yeah. I did actually note exactly how much it was because I did think it was really funny that they specify that that Starfighter was 42 million yeah only yeah well, <laughs> dollars but, yeah. no but credits no we they don't... say dollars in the movie yeah, like they like 42 say million dollars I was like really yeah but space dollars <laughs> space dollars are worth more than regular well, dollars I think between like you know the 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 company becoming this monolithic well we got to revalue monopoly the, they probably did something revalue about inflation. the currency like yeah the, they, like, they um, took care of it like uh, our president needs to do with the dinar the Iraqi <laughs> dinar we have to revalue it 
President, if you're listening, please revalue the Iraqi dinar. They do right in that beginning, um, you know, Paul Reiser slash Burke features heavily, and he does do a lot of lying. If you go back yeah. and watch the movie again and you like know what's coming and you're yeah. familiar oh, yeah. already, throughout, he's like the person who's helping Ripley uh, oh, he get seems, oriented. He seems and he like when you first watch her, it, like, yeah. Over and over again with a smile. Well, even what I love, like even like so when she has her nightmare, which I want to talk about that mm-hmm. scene. I do too. Um, you can tell it's you something that yeah, yeah. Talk about that, it. Talk like, about it now. So you know she's in her room. He comes in, and he tells her how long she's been asleep, and he's like, "Wait, has has no one talked to you about this yet?" And you can tell that what's happening is like, after the fact something that already did happen, but now mm-hmm. she's having a nightmare about it, and the mm-hmm. aliens bursting out of her chest. So, like, it's funny because he kind of gives himself away a little bit in this scene because he's been, like, kind of kind and supportive to her. But when he, like, senses that, oh, I'm going to have to be the one who gives her this, like, really tragic news, he, like, he wants to, like, try and he, he like, looks to the door. He's, like, he wants to find an out. Out, like, you know? get away, right? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. did no one tell you? Uh, yeah, he's, like, I, oh, I don't want to be the one. I don't know. Us. I find that kind of relatable. I would hate to be the one. Like, hey, by the way. No, it's, I know. Everyone you yeah, know no. is dead. Right, no, it's a horrible thing to have to tell someone you barely know. But, and then, and when you're watching it, naturally you think, oh, my God, this, like, you do relate to it, but when you re- at rewatch, you yeah, see how good. you already know how slimy he is, yeah. and like I just think it's like very revealing, actually. So I'm glad that that scene came up though, because I, as we were, I was watching it thinking about this action movie horror movie discussion that I've heard a lot when this movie yeah. comes up or when you talk about alien. If that's aliens, not a scene from a horror movie, <laughs> this is one of the things where I'm like, this is so many horror movies do this, especially in the setup. Yeah. And it's kind of a little cheap because like yeah. it doesn't totally make sense if we're being really critical right. of it. Like, OK, where does like, is this all a dream? Is right. It's supposed to be like partially real and then turn into a dream is, you know, it's just yeah. to remind us there's an alien. So you don't get bored at the beginning. Right. I don't know. Well, I also, but what I also like about it though, but I like, like what it. I, what I do like about it is, um, sequels and horror give a chance to like investigate trauma. Totally. I you mean, know? Yes. Yes. And we get to see that a lot. And that's one of the, mo- I think maybe the most impressive thing about his script is how he wrote Ripley's character and like her wish to like not go back, but like that we understand her decision to return and mm-hmm. everything she's been through and then like the connection she feels with Newt. So, right. Because she's been through a lot of trauma. Well, famously, she th- she was one of the seven movies or seven Oscars this movie was nominated for. Yeah. She was nominated for Best Actress. Yeah. Which for and a genre says picture. That had the extended director's cut been the release yeah. she would have won right because the, the next the next i don't know if she got, would but she absolutely i mean it's, it's definitely it's such a good she's performance so good. Yeah. she's great compare oh, yeah. this to gal gadot and wonder i was Woman. also <laughs> watching her in this and i was thinking what an unusual actress she is yeah. in a lot of ways like the way she I think acts about that is a lot very authentic yeah. it feels very much like a character but not and although you know for example in my alien magazine <laughs> uh, the title of the the article that goes into all the cool behind the scenes stuff about stuff about Alien is called Death and the Maiden. Super cool, obviously title, so yeah. it stuck right in my head. Like that's cool. Yeah. And it is a picture of her in her panties, and right away it talks about like how sexy she is, and um, you know whatever yeah. it was like 1994 or yeah. whatever. So that was normal then. Yeah. 
And I was thinking about it, and I was like, in so many ways, though, she's not a typical, like, no. sexualized heroine. No. She's no. very, like, the way she acts is very, like, almost... Uh, much less monotone. so in this movie than and, in the first one even right yeah. and even in the first one yeah. she's not like a hysterical screaming damsel in distress no. like making irrational like we kind of no. mentioned even about the cat like she does dangerous stuff but it, there is always a reason yeah and in this movie i even i was thinking about this again too it doesn't have the star wars achilles heel of a small universe every character including like the really small parts feel like they have lives off, off yeah. screen it feels like a, a world that's got a lot going on that you're just not seeing. There's a lot of details just in like the costuming and the character choices and like the relationships mm-hmm. that you see on screen between like the different soldiers. And so mm-hmm. and just like little pieces of dialogue that don't feel like they could have been thrown out by any of the character. It's all very specific. So, right. I mean, we like even in the scene, the mess hall scene when they're all yeah. like kind of reminiscing yeah. and you just get a sense of like, there's there, they know they've done, you know, they got that Arturian well, Poontang okay. that time. Okay. Now I'm going to th- drop a little uh, <laughs> knowledge on you. Cause uh, I told the this. So do you know what an Arturian is? I, I don't. So this was from the, the book from the role-playing game. Oh, oh um, Arcturians <laughs> are a, um ape-like creature. Uh, I always did wonder, like, is it is it humanoid? Is, is it, it is it just like they're a planet of like really hot chicks or like well, people or like who jellyfish? Like, I was or like thinking. or like I thought like like kind of androgynous people, but they're attractive. Oh, it's see, like, we so, went very different places with yeah. our imagination. But it turns so, out like, <laughs> turns out James Cameron was thinking like eh, kind of like a big gorilla kind of. Like. <laughs> oh, I got to hand it to James Cameron. He managed to keep his like fascination with boobs out of this movie. Oh, no, I was going to point. Well, we'll talk about it in the hottest titties section, but. Well, usually he has way more. I mean, I'm not going to say there aren't boobs in this movie. Of course, I know exactly where they all are. The locker. (laughs) Where they get out of the six. They only had six of those pods, by the way. They made it look like more with mirrors and stuff. Yeah, uh, Vasquez doing pull-ups. Vasquez doing pull-ups, a very yeah. important set of boobs for me. Mm-hmm. So going to... <laughs> <laughs> really made an impression. They did. Well, yeah. her character did in yeah. general. Well, in, so the begin- so after um, she finds out her daughter's been dead, that was mm-hmm. the scene that was And then caught. there's that extended scene with the, the, yeah. the hologram park yeah 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 and then they, cool. the then, future seems horrible it seems very yeah, dark she has to go to a board meeting and have the book thrown at her and i've been mm-hmm. in meetings it's like, like that. A, it's mm-hmm. a room full of corporate jaws mayors <laughs> yeah smoking cigarettes smoking. saying like why'd you blow the ship up you yeah. know and she's like there was an alien they're like well no there wasn't <laughs> i also i love the detail of this scene like that their major concern is the like the cost of the ship and whether or not her actions were justified and it's so great again as like a as source the sole of survivor irony for us having seen the first movie presumably or loosely knowing something terrible happened for real to her crew to then watch this be the result was and then she finds great. out that there was a there's actually a colony there now. and there's a whole colony and they've never reported any problems yeah and they should then they show this is another scene then uh mm-hmm. you see the colony colony pre-decimated before the aliens have uh, and this is the scene i think they most should not have cut out of the entire the whole director's cut is better and i do understand why they cut the other stuff that they did but this really strengthens i think which scene the one of the colony Oh, like the kids riding the kids on the riding bikes. Because well, it, it yeah. establishes that Newt knows, like, how they play in the vents, so that's mm-hmm. how she knows that's her way around. That's how she survives. Again, if you've read the novelization, they go all into this stuff. Right, but for... You but know, for those Elise it, and others who don't... Well, it's also, like, know. yeah, it, 
because you get more great, actually no i was just thinking about this and i didn't realize this was a scene that was cut because i made notes on this it's really great that you just get a quick glimpse of right. like the colony and the next time you see it it's been decimated and there's like no one left there's no one no, left. power everything there's destroyed, small like, hits from small arms fire as capone would say <laughs> and i like how they all um you know you get this sense when you pick up with the Marines landing and rippling everyone and you see how they've made, like they've walled off that the med lab and they, yeah. they've done all this stuff to try and like protect themselves and change it around. So yeah. I like that you see it before and it kind of makes yeah. you think about all the steps from when it turns out it's Newt's dad yeah. that brings in the xenomorph mm -hmm. and dies. And like the way that it's a parasite, I like that they leave those again off the screen, yes. off the page, things that are very horrifying that mm -hmm. you kind of fill in. And when you see that whole dynamic of all honestly, the kids, the big wheel and all I that. I don't want to watch that movie. No. <laughs> well, maybe. It's kind of like what Fear the Walking Dead, you know. Yeah. It is kind of like a thing that it's fat. It's scary yeah. to think about the process yeah. for that stuff. I like, I'm, I would, I'd rather let my imagination But I think it's better in your imagination. In. Yeah, because yeah. that, that sounds like... And it makes it more effective when you see like the, the donut and the coffee cup or whatever, like yeah. when you're walking through with them yeah. in the aftermath. I think and you, it's more you, you just have to do the backwards math. To but it does out. look like B-roll. Yeah. Rewatching it again and like the acting and stuff, it doesn't feel like they really committed to it or maybe it's because it wasn't, yeah. you know. I know with some of the stuff, they um, James Cameron went back and like reshot stuff after uh. the movie was over. I don't know if that, that was part of it or like it wasn't completely done with some things or I think the... Um, Notably, the scene where Newt's dad gets the face hugger on him. Yeah, which is kind the, of a weird scene. Well, they like went back and did like the effects for that and stuff because it wasn't really done before. Oh, I guess. Okay. Oh, that makes sense because they because they ended up cutting it. Yeah. The other place you would see cutscenes like that before too is so when they would show movies on TV, if they needed to, they have oh, commercials. Yeah. So sometimes they make movies a little bit longer, mm -hmm. and so sometimes you'd see these weird cutscenes because I remember watching like uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space. You Natch. would see these weird, like, right, and, and then, you'd notice the subtle differences. And then, uh, then when the DVD came out, it was like, <laughs> oh, it's on the DVD and everything else. <laughs> so, but, um, like, it's the only the only spot the um, daylight scenes from the Warriors exist is someone recorded it off of when they showed it on like no a kidding. UHF channel in uh, New York City. Wow, because yeah. they they use those though, and some of the cuts of the Warriors have some of the. The daylight scenes at the well, I'm thinking of at the end. No, the ones in the beginning. Oh, and they oh, don't use oh. it in the end. Like, yeah, it's the no. The end has tons of daylights. Yeah, no. <laughs> How could that are... only be? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. But go, going back, well, aliens. aliens. We're on aliens mm -hmm. right now. So, um, now this scene always seemed a little weird to me. So, um, the marine who's Lieutenant Gorman and Paul mm -hmm. Reiser, mm -hmm. they visit Ripley to say like, "Hey, come contact us. with the colony." But here's what I always thought was weird. When she slams the door when she sees him, mm -hmm. it makes a wooden door sound, but it's got like, it looks like it should <laughs> but it's be like a, yeah, metal, like a metal or at least plastic. I don't yeah. know. All right, guys. This Moving is on. a joke. Joker's hair is a different color in that scene. <laughs> and then, Her apartment is very bleak. I will say uh, her yeah. life looks pretty bleak. Yeah. yeah and, and I, and I do like out. that we get a little glimpse of like the wage slavery existence. Yeah. Of well, they ruin, that they, can't get off the planet that don't have their license. They make it clear there is this whole society yeah. that's like pretty shitty. Well, and, and apparently there's like one company, generally speaking, in the yeah. aliens universe. And they're like, yeah, you can't really work. You can work in like the docks. And fun, you know, again, if you a lot of people don't like I like Prometheus but that is again like the that's Wayland uh, Wayland is the old man played by a young man Guy Pierce. okay <laughs> the Wayland Utani Corporation so she has a nightmare and she agrees mm -hmm. to go so then we get um, 
introduced to the uh, hypersleep sequence, and we get the, we meet all the Marines. We get um, and they're super cool. Yeah, they're super cool. So I guess that they filmed all the scenes of camaraderie last oh. is what I read. So that. So, but so that they Bill didn't Paxton have... did say like eighty percent of his lines were improv. So yeah, it's and you can <laughs> you can tell, tell. Yeah. you can tell. Um, so like <laughs> Sigourney Weaver, the captain Gorman, whatever, Gorman, Lieutenant, Gorman, Lieutenant Gorman. Lieutenant Gorman, and Burke were all not part of this, and the rest of the guys all like oh. got to like hang out and jive with each other, and then so that that scene you get that sense of their history, and yeah. that those those three are like the outsiders basically. So. Well, we get introduced to Vasquez. She's doing pull-ups and Jesus pull-ups, which are super hard to do. And, and she's ripped, but yeah. her boobs are huge. <laughs> her boobs are huge. And she's usually uh, you see a lady with usually those you kinds see, of muscles. Yeah, if you no see boobs. a lady with muscles like that yeah. and her boobs like that, that's a rare thing. That is a rare thing. So she's um, she's not played by a Latina. No, <laughs> no, she's very much. You Jewish. absolutely cannot tell though if you don't. know Oh yeah, that. no, but it's like the most convincing brown face. Now yeah. this does get into a little bit of a discussion. Like so, a Lethal Weapon 5 I know, discussion. I know, because it's like... I was I love re-watching char- it. I love the character, and I love the way she plays it. I do, too. I wouldn't think... Is I it racist a little bit, though? It is. Well, you wouldn't it's do racist. it now. I would say that, but they, they definitely still do stuff like that. Do you know the story, do you know the story behind this, this well, character, Well, didn't she, though? like, misunderstand the name or something? She, showed, she up showed up to up? the audition knowing nothing about it. Like, I guess she got it from her agent. This is in the Aliens magazine, yeah. but it's also on the internet. And um, she showed up. She just knew it was, she was reading for a character named Vasquez in a movie called Aliens. And she knew, you know, she wasn't actually of a Hispanic descent. So she wanted to to really make an impression yeah. as an unknown actor. So she showed up like full, like Mexican, like as Mexican as she could get. Because like she assumed, some and stuff, yeah, yeah, like I think a poncho <laughs> or something. And I guess she had really wanted to make, she had assumed it was a movie about people Illegal trying aliens. to make it across the border yeah. or something. And she Oh boy. Just, so that was where the joke about, Somebody, she, said, somebody said alien. She thought they said illegal alien and signed up because that's how she auditioned. Yeah, Made we call them undocumented impression. now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, well. Yeah, well, it's also funny because then the, that character, that archetype reappears in the Avatar. All yeah, I over. bet if you yeah. search James Cameron's like fold, like computer, his search terms are all like hot Latina, tough. Or this actress that I hate. Oh, my God. She's in like Predator and all these movies, you know, like the new one. Uh, Michelle, what's what's this? Michelle Lo- Rodriguez? Yes, yes. Is yeah. basically just like a Vasquez impersonator yeah. with long hair. Yeah. And I think you should have to have that haircut. Yes. If you're going to do, <laughs> if you're going to be, you got to do it. You have to have the boobs do- <laughs> to pull off that haircut or don't do it. We get uh, Bishop's knife trick and then Rip Which that- Bill Paxton did not know he was going to be a part yeah. of. That was the surprise. Everyone else on the set knew. <laughs> That that was going to get added, except him. So hey, that was wait a minute, man. Um, that scene must have resulted in so many trips to the hospital yes. by viewers. So many it idiots. Must, like, drunken I mean, idiots I who watched better the movie. Than Kids watching Deer Hunter. Well, I said I said kids, and really the thing is, you know who I've, was doing I've this? Dads. This was a time when dads were out it's... of control, <laughs> drinking, drinking Milwaukee's Best Light yeah, in the They're garage. In the garage. <laughs> they watched it, and it's like, yeah, you know, the they, kids they are out, in bed. They go out to the garage for their cigarette, and they're like, yeah, you know, I could do that. I could do that with the knife. I could do it. I could do it. No problem. <laughs> are you scared? Don't be scared. Don't be scared. I've definitely done it with a knife, but it's ne- neither here nor there. And you're and you're a dad. I am. I, this, that was real that 80s was, dad move. That was when I was like young. It's stupid. I wouldn't do I that shit. I hope to now. be an '80s dad someday. <laughs> 
I will buy you the appropriate flannel shirt. Thank you. <laughs> so um, we get um, Ripley kind of debriefs everyone. They're not taking it seriously. They don't take it seriously because she's Snow White. Yeah. yeah. And then and they're like, whatever. Uh, we've, we've, Hudson says, we've gotten uh, that Arcturian by... Poontang. This is nothing to us. Yeah, Bill Paxton says, how do I get out of this chicken shit outfit? I love that. Right, I love it. I love Every this Bill whole Paxton scene. line is so good. He was also... This is how I learned to swear. I guess. <laughs> These scenes, that is how I started swearing. I just swearing. love his delivery because it's so, like, dumb and sincere. It, uh, it's perfect. It's he's, so perfect. He's, like, he, like, I would always get so mad when people would uh, confuse, confuse him. him and Bill Pullman yeah. because he's such a better actor. <laughs> Bill Pullman's only good in Independence Day. I don't, I, I don't know. I honestly, I I can talk a lot about Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill I Pullman's can't good about Bill Pullman. Like, Bill Pullman. So just, that's what I have to say Bill about Pullman's it. Bill Pullman's kind of milk toast, right? Yeah, yeah. And Bill exactly. Paxton. Like maybe he's not like the best actor, but he's, he's a, a great character. He's a great comedic actor too. He's great in this weird science. Um, he's uh, he's good in Predator too. Twister. Tombstone. So anyway, um, just had to give it up for a moment for yeah. Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton. Yeah, Bill, let's. Pour a little out for also Bill in Titanic as, as well. Oh, that's right. I forgot. Yeah, he is funny in that movie. Directed Frailty, little known, uh, little East, like really oh. good horror movie. Not a lot of people have seen. It is good. Yeah, I don't, yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's it's just different. It's just it's very different. Yeah. So, but they're not taking the threat seriously. Right. No. But we do learn that Ripley's not just a Snow White. She can also operate a loader, and yeah. she's yeah. got a Class Four license. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I do love that moment. That's a really funny. Part. And then when there's like it's 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 funny because of how awkward it is too. Yeah. When she stops and they're all like, <sighs> I guess a lot of businesses were like, where can we buy those? And like, <laughs> Nowhere they don't exist. And if they did, it doesn't seem doesn't seem like the most practical. practical way to do this stuff. Like really, just use like a maybe a forklift. A forklift already be... exists. You don't have to wear it. Yeah. You can just step well, the, on the and The funniest off. one of those was when uh, Back to the Future 2 came out. I'm a little older than you guys. Like the direct, They're like, so how'd you do that? He said, well, we had to build a special track to make the board float. They were like, oh, wow. <laughs> and it's, it's like, clearly, if you watch the movie, it's special effects. And he didn't think anyone would believe him. And they wrote all these articles and stuff. And I remember talking about it in like, the playground. I was like, yes, they'll probably be coming out in like, a couple of years if you just need like a special track for Well, him. fun fact, according to the Alien magazine, now... <laughs> Again, I don't have it with me. It's in my mom's attic. But it does say that, like, the smart guns used by Drake and Vasquez, Mm -hmm. et cetera, and a lot of the weapons, the pulse rifles, a lot of this was based on projections of what James Cameron was aware of. All of his movies. He's, like, a total techno nerd. That's why he's, like, always... Building submarines and stuff, right. too. Yeah, because it is, and it, I guess it was kind of on track, but it is always really great. I love sci-fi, just in yeah. general. And one of the things that's great about sci-fi, especially as it ages, is how it'll be wrong about where yeah. the future actually goes. Yeah, like the way the computers look in this movie. Yeah, like this and, movie. Yeah. Like, for example, everything is really clunky. Like, they're yeah. exploring space, but they don't have touch screens. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like yeah. in, in Star Trek The Next Generation, they do everything on, like, essentially an iPad, right. but then they hand the iPad to someone. Like, I need right. that. I need a file. And you hand some of the right. whole iPad instead of just transferring the file over. <laughs> so it's fun. It's fun. Um, so we um, get the... Dr- oh, when he, she's in the loader, the first time we watched the movie, Dan, kind of, he kind of gave me a little little hint at what was coming. He said, 
you don't you love it when you see something in a movie and you know it's gonna be really awesome later yeah like, totally <laughs> it does have that like setup like yeah. imagine if this fought an alien yeah, yeah if you see it <laughs> like you see a like, human powered loader yeah. in act one like these guys aren't taking this seriously but now you guys know you yeah. the audience know ripley can drive this loader i just the, he really like marinates in the dramatic irony because yes. like oh uh, you know in the really, first act of the movie strong. but it builds suspense it again does. really we know well, that's actually because we know there the, was one alien and how bad it was and how bad it went yeah. right which in excellent of the stuff they cut out i guess the notes from the street was like eh, it's built it's like, so much stuff in here that's just building suspense and it's like oh, <laughs> guys. yeah the whole first movie i mean like they didn't want to show you the suit yeah. so they had to kind of like <laughs> yeah but, so the um we get the drop ship scene we get uh yeah. how, i feel like we're on express elevator to hell going down drop ship also turns out to be a relatively accurate piece yeah. of 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 technology well, th- that's from yeah, yeah. It's part for of the ins- a few things. Yeah. Part of the inspiration for this movie was the novel Starship Troopers, which mm-hmm. is why you see mm-hmm. drop ships in the movie Starship, Starship Troopers. Starship Troopers is like a shitty aliens yeah. in some ways. Well, in some ways, it's just a completely different. It's very thing. different. I, um, I did the- equate them at this time, though. I was like, oh, because I saw I saw I saw Starship Troopers after Aliens. Yeah. Right, me too. And I was a little bit disappointed in it. Honestly, because yeah. Aliens is so good and has yeah. some of the stuff I like about Star, like the you know building camaraderie, like badasses fighting yeah. aliens aspects. Well, they use a lot of lines from this movie in the game Starcraft. How do I get out of this chicken outfit? As well. Oh yeah, yeah. Also, like the yeah the the pilot says we're in the pipe five by five. Just like the dropship pilot does. <laughs> I feel now, like I feel uh, like if I was in that shuttle drop, I would be like actively peeing. Like into my own face. <laughs> uh, that's another scene where they cut it shorter. How long Hudson oh, goes yeah. on? Oh yeah, he goes but on this like long like monologue. The longer one. Yeah. I also wonder what drugs do you think Bill Paxton took <laughs> before he clearly did that in one take. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Hicks falls here asleep. To you. you know, just setting up. Like Hicks is just so Hicks cool. Doesn't even give yeah. a yeah. fuck. Not one the, single the, their ice water commanding officer, veins. on the other hand, is like terrified. Is pissing his pants. And yeah. we do He's establish like, this, this is his like, second the combat is drop. He's up in his face. <laughs> He's very scared. From the gravity. He is the, sweaty the on the lip. <laughs> He's liter- he literally has flop sweat. He does. It's, again, I, I assume that they sprayed that on him. Yeah. But great detail. Yeah. <laughs> Attention well, to detail. Name now, of the game. If, if going back to like, we knew cuts were made and we saw what was cut. I would cut this scene like maybe completely if you're and to put some of the other ones back in because mm-hmm. nothing really happens in it. But that's just it could have, or I think they needed to establish why they couldn't just get back up to the yeah. Sulaco, back up to the main ship. So I like that they included like this is well, why you, they're you isolated it, on the you showed surface, flying down, but it could have been like way shorter. Yeah. You could have shown like two seconds of like because you see the, it leave and then yeah. you could just they could just be down there. Yeah, totally. But um, so they land and they meet there's it's deserted. This is where it's like a horror movie, people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And um, well, and it's also supposed to be. I mean, for me, it's a horror movie, too, because you get this sense of like, here's the most cutting edge, baddest ass. Like these are, you know, the toughest guys, as Gorman and Burke Mm -hmm. told Ripley with all the tech, with all all the the tech and everything should be fine. Yeah. And we know as they go into it, how unprepared all the knowledge all. Yeah. And 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 as they go through searching the empty, you know, the empty complex for the colonists, 
it it has a lot of suspense, but there's also the suspense of knowing none of this is going to protect the main characters. Yeah. So it's just kind of waiting for when is it going to fall apart. Yeah. So they're really building up, and, and they take but a it, long time, which I think is it effective. does. It takes a really long they time, and then the, we get to establish things like the motion detectors pick up on hamsters. So they're like showing yeah. us how and everything's going to work. That, that I think work. is added too. Yeah. I think, yeah, I think that is. I yeah. think that's an extra but the, scene. But it, it's like it's again his attention to detail. Although, so like later it has more punch when the motion I mean, detectors are going now. Off. 2019 when we're discussing this as as we're I think we were saying this before we started recording but I don't think you can find anything except the director's cut now Gen- yeah generally speaking like when they show it on TV and stuff I think they still show the, the theatrical. theatrical cut but generally speaking like it's for if you're it's buying the essentially movie, you're going to be seeing the full version so we're discussing the full version but it is interesting if you grew up like I wanted to see the director's cut so bad yeah. so these scenes were something I had read about in my aliens magazine and the novelization and in my graphic novels of aliens etc cetera, etc cetera. but I had never seen them so it was really exciting for me when I did finally see it so I'm very aware of what and I had already seen so I saw aliens between fifth and sixth grade but then I watched it 35 times that summer and I counted <laughs> And I memorized all the dialogue. I, so. I saved money by buying this movie because I used to rent it. <laughs> I did it. too. I did like too. They finally t- sold it. I actually bought the VHS from oh, Waterford when Video. I was at- <laughs> That's my copy. Because <laughs> they just were like, just keep it. <laughs> In like uh, 1990. Oh, that weird kid here. Mrs. Was that oh, and a Mrs. lot of Nagel? like musicals. Yeah. I was really into like musicals. Anything fantasy. Dragon Slayer. Definitely. Mm. So In like uh, 97 or 98 or so, they put out a, a trilogy box set because that's when the yeah, VHS yeah, started becoming um, a sell through medium. Like, mm-hmm. and, uh, So I got that for Christmas one mm-hmm. year. And it was good that I did because I would just rent these movies like every week. And me and my friend Devlin, we'd rent like... Yeah, we'd rent... Oh, me and Kelsey. Yeah, yeah, us too. We'd rent these three movies, the Aliens movies, the Predator movies, and Predator like the Terminator movies. We would do Terminator, Aliens, uh, The Rock. Kelsey mm-hmm. had a crush on Michael Biehn, so we did have a little... Like, we would keep it a little Michael Biehn strong, yeah. but We spilled mud in the same blood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We're going to turn into the, uh, the Rock podcast. Also, Tombstone. Yeah. Same cast. So we, we see that they have a couple of face huggers. Some are dead. Mm-hmm. Couple are alive. But we see that there are several. So again, we know in Alien, one face hugger, one xenomorph killed the entire crew. And we know they've got at least, yeah. I think it's three yeah. in these tubes. And they also have vagina penises. And we see that. Yeah. And they're always wiggling around. And they give, us an a, they give us an extended <laughs> close up on for the opening vagina mouth of the yeah. face hugger. And then the tube that comes out of the center yeah. and goes down your throat. So you get the full horror of what like that, that would be like on water. your face. So yeah. you can really, yeah. And I guess that's so if it dies, that water will dilute the acid. Oh. is what I read. So See, nice attention to mm-hmm. detail. I didn't know that, but that makes sense. And that is how they would probably... Also, it's a terrifying monster. Yeah. Really well designed. Really in scary. Some, in some ways, they're the scariest part. Mm-hmm. Like, because that scene, and we'll talk about it more, but when her and Newt are trapped yeah. with the two face huggers. Classic scene from an, an action, strictly action. Strictly movie. action. <laughs> you know, when you get that single woman and the child being yeah. hunted alone in a By dark two, room. By two, like, spider-like... <laughs> I always think monsters. of that when I think of action <laughs> movies. Like spider I always think genitals. when that woman's alone. Genital spiders. Yeah. Protecting her child because that's not a horror trope. Well, that's they a... look good too. Like the way they, they look move amazing, especially. Oh, yeah. The way like, they move. I was reading a little bit about how they did that too. And a lot of it was, it was like, like filmed in reverse. And, yeah. yeah, to make it jump. And yeah. It's very, it's, uh, it's very organic 
looking mm-hmm. actually mm-hmm. practical effects look better it yeah. makes it and especially for stuff that's scary where they're Imagine supposed to be an dog impact shit that would look in a movie from like 2012 uh, or it would or look terrible well, that's you know not even then imagine how it would look in a movie from like 1997 yeah because oh, they were using really cgi got... and it didn't yeah. have the technology it had to do even like... now though it's still a oh problem. yeah no it doesn't well, I'd say look when, i'd say in the 2000s people started putting cgi like it got cheap like some somebody they in china putting, was doing yeah. it cheaply yeah. so it was just everywhere even when you didn't need it like sky captain or whatever oh yeah yeah. But I would say in the 90s, it was more cartoony. Yeah. And it would be like in places where like, yeah, you couldn't, you, you know, if that was still when people were trying to not use it, if they could do it with practical effects, yeah. like there was a whole industry for that still. But when they did decide CGI, it was way worse. Yeah. <laughs> so we uh, get introduced to the character of Newt, the little yeah, girl. The and the feral uh, child. D- Drake almost shoots her. <laughs> like, right. Yeah. As I mean, as you would. Yeah. Really. You know, they're already very afraid. Yeah, they're keyed up because yeah. they, they didn't believe her. But they think, oh, shit, she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. This thing's real. Yeah, <laughs> these people are all dead. I'm like, like, no one's here. Yeah. Well, and they, they talk. They start questioning and Gorman strikes out immediately. He's like, what's going on? Talk. I oh. do like that. They set this up with that. There are a few layers of and, and again, it's such a smart movie. Rewatching it as many times as I have now. Yeah, <laughs> it's really smart because, again, everybody like Gorman is an inexperienced lieutenant trying to seem legitimate. Yeah. Ripley is increasingly nervous because she's like, the company doesn't take this seriously at all. Yeah. They sent this like noob. He's totally out of his league. Yeah. You know, Burke's a, a slimy asshole. They don't have nearly enough um, people. Like, right. Bodies we don't have ground. nearly enough people. Yeah. yeah. Not a good plan. Just go in with guns and shoot well, whatever's and, there. And yeah. I like too, when they're interviewing Newt, like Ripley starts talking to her and she plays good cop. Mm-hmm. And, and she's like, yeah, you, you know, is your brother around here? And she's mm-hmm. like, no, they're all dead. Can I go now? Yeah, can I like get away from all of you? Because yeah. <laughs> none of you, it's not going to matter. And they do a bit of a, they do a bit she's of a. She's so sweet with Newt. Yeah. You know, like yeah. all those scenes are really like tugging well, the heartstrings. And once you know more about her daughter yeah. who she left and was supposed was to be back in age, time for yeah. her birthday, like she went to do this basically like, because I guess Alien was supposed to be truckers in space. Yeah. And then this is like Marines or grunts in space. Yeah. You know, and so she was a trucker, a space trucker who was yeah. supposed to be home for her daughter's, who was about Newt's age birthday. Yeah. And then she's like her daughter died of old me. age before yeah. she made it back. Yeah. Well, and then we get bishops like dissecting the facehuggers. He, it's like kind yeah. of a fake out because he's like kind of like spurging out. He's like, yeah, he's totally. He's, <laughs> totally. Like, he's just like staring ahead and they're like, Bishop, what's going on, man? And you remember, you know, because in the first movie, the android kills everybody. So uh-huh. it's oh, it's, my God. I know we talked about it in the first movie, but when that android puts the porno mag in her mouth, it's oh, yeah. one of the most violent, horrifying things I've mm-hmm. ever seen in a film in my life. Mm-hmm. So they go in. Drop your grinning and drop your linen. Um, he finds well, them they the find GPS, all the GPS people. They're, 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 they're like, oh, there's a town it. meeting. So they're going in. Yeah, but where is it? Not in the main part of the colony. It's under the reactor for under the atmospheric the, uh-huh. processor. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Why would they go down there? Why would the aliens go down there? Probably for the heat. They like the heat. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, good oh. thing we read all those comics. Yeah, I mean, I, I know the end. Notice that that wasn't like maybe. <laughs> they like the heat. It wasn't speculative. <laughs> it's certainly. They like the heat. <laughs> For their nest, they like a wet heat. Ew. Which you can tell just by looking at them. I can't wait to talk about the queen alien's vagina. Well, I I actually did a little bit of H.R. Giger research getting ready for this um, and, and thinking about that in general. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, the thing that makes aliens good 
is that it feels very human. You know, it does. Yeah. You do get a sense of these characters. But H.R. Giger didn't work on this movie, did he? No, he didn't. No, he only still. worked but on they, the first but they movie, used, but it's his art. They that used is a the, lot of stuff from even the sets, I think. Yeah, the yeah. yeah. Well, they tried to keep it consistent with um, the original. I wasn't just trying to catch you in a mistake. No, I no. realize it's I do it make a lot of yeah. mistakes. No, it didn't sound like that. I do make a lot of mistakes with details. But I was just no. making sure. That's because I no, thought no. that. No, he didn't work directly on James this Cameron movie. Didn't want to work with him or something, but. Uh, I well, they both are assholes. Yeah. So I mean, who knows what right. the like? Neither of them are seem like nice people. <laughs> What's oh, I didn't know that about H.R. Giger. I didn't know much. But of he's it. a genius. He's so. a genius. But his like, he had a longtime girlfriend who is the subject of two of his more famous paintings, mm-hmm. Lee One and Lee Two, and she was a model, and she killed herself at age twenty seven, mm. and they lived together. In the Wikipedia literally says like first line, they lived together in squalor for years. So oh, I think. <laughs> Um, and you know he's always drawing fellatio so I just can't imagine like living with that guy in squalor like to spend that much time drawing like detailed like the, the where the lips touched the the robot penis like he's like really lingering <laughs> at that spot so I just think probably was a difficult man to live with we don't know Maybe I don't it's know just like hey you know as long as uh, you don't bother me during the football game we're all good honey Something tells me he didn't watch football. <laughs> I think it was more like weird porn VHSs he yeah. got from somewhere. No, we like, don't know. You know. We, we, we don't know. I don't know that part. That's not on the Wikipedia. <laughs> so we get the... Um, so Ripley's like, hey, so that's like they're in the like cooling area for the reactor. And, um, you know, she fi- she figures out immediately. Like she's, like she's like, so the weapons could cause a meltdown. And Gorman's like, so? So what? Yeah. He's like, does not give a shit. And so then he tells the, everybody, he's like, hey, you can't use your, like, you know. And doesn't tell them why. Doesn't tell them why. He's just like, no armor piercing rounds. Just, you know, your handguns. Just use your flamethrowers. So Vasquez smartly uh, keeps her real ammunition mm-hmm. when they collect it. And uh, the aliens start, mm-hmm. they find a person, one of the uh, great gore scenes of the movie. and uh, A great scene, again. They find a like a, a girl and she's like stuck, you know, in the boogers that the aliens used to put people on the wall. She's what like, else are you gonna entomb people? Yeah. <laughs> she's like, please kill me. And they're like, no, you're gonna be okay. And then an alien pops out. So they burn her. And then the aliens just start fucking them up. Mm-hmm. I love the way they come out of the walls because they they're like so you camouflaged know, and and again it makes sense because the aliens are kind of insect like. Yeah. And you get the sense like they're kind of ignoring them, kind of ignoring them. But it's when they kill. The young, the baby, the baby alien in their hive, yeah. which, oh, you know, the little baby alien. <laughs> I always know, like, the wasps around my house get really mad if yeah. we come and, like, you know, start fucking with their shit. Fuck with their, their <laughs> eggs, their nasty eggs. Well, they probably eggs. were also, they were hiding. Like, they were, they were watching them mm-hmm. and thinking about, okay, what are we going to do about Because there was a lot of them. They had guns. These aliens know what guns are. You know, like, they're like. It's interesting. It's kind of unclear to me. I feel like even with extended universe knowledge, how intelligent they how are, how intelligent and how deliberate the individual like that moment when are. Ripley says they cut the power, mm-hmm. and they're like, "What do you mean they cut the power?" And I how think could they cut the power, man? They're fucking animals. I think that she's hitting on something: is that they they do seem like they figure things out. Mm-hmm. Like the queen alien understands so, that Ripley will kill her. Yeah, well, and babies. she clearly reasons with it at yeah. that point. And then and when they, she, they like, she opens mm-hmm. the egg. And Ripley gives her that, are you fucking kidding me, look? And then yeah. she just tortures she the just place. She kills everybody. But um, no, it's and that goes back to the Vietnam movie 
low tech enemy against a high tech uh, funded trained military and they're still getting their asses kicked and they don't understand why uh, that's what star wars is about yeah and uh this and it's like it's kind of like the first gulf war really screwed things up but it's like a different world since then because we like it's like oh we can win again yeah. Well, and again, I think I like in this movie that kind of the horror, it's similar to like Dawn of the Dead or some zombie movies too, where some of the horror comes from all the things that you think you can rely on, like all the high tech, mm-hmm. you know, the the group, like you go in with a group of people yeah. that gradually get killed, you know, yeah. till you're down to just Ripley and Newt are the only, because con- Hicks is unconscious, yeah. spoiler alert, to the end. Um and I think that some of it is like, oh, who a, can you rely on? Like, what yeah. skills do you have personally what technology, that are going to keep you and, alive? Yeah, because what tech? What happens if the technology fails? If the system breaks down? Mm-hmm. If the people in place? If the institutions that you trust? Yeah, like can't even that was. You. So I really didn't care for Fear of the Walking Dead just because you brought it up yeah, earlier. Yeah, I don't care for it either. But I think it's a cool. The thing I did like, I, we never, we only watched like. A few episodes into the first season. I've but tried we to watched watch, the whole first season. I've oh. tried to watch it twice, and I've stopped watching halfway through the second season both times, even though I'm trying to, like, get... <laughs> so... There was yeah. a moment that I really liked, which was a cop in uniform packing up his trunk to, like, get <laughs> like out full of, of water. Like yeah, he's... with water. And it's, like, that that speaks... And those are the... Yeah, that breakdown of society, the things that you rely on. Like, that's... Or you put it in the back... You know, like, in the back of your mind. You're like, well... Someone's going to show up and... If something goes really wrong, I know who to call. Yeah. You know, I know, The like, military where my, or the police where, yeah. or the... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there is that here that they're, like, getting their asses kicked. Well, and I think that's the thing for the colonists, too. You know, yeah. like, especially if you see that original... Like, that first scene when it's still going. Well, the company tells them mm-hmm. to go out to examine the ship. Well, well Burke specifically, tells them. Burke tells Burke, them. Yeah, yeah, without warning them. Well, and in the first movie, too, they actually get they get woken out of hypersleep and sent to by go check the company out the, to go check out yeah. right. the Not a good guys. Spacecraft. Yeah. yeah. Companies so, are bad people. <laughs> yeah. And hey, they truckers, do review. Let it run down and see what's going on. The reason they're <laughs> interested in the Xenomorph is for weapons development. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, because Burke and Burke's going to make a really good profit off. of. And by the way, how do you fight anyone with that thing? I don't know. It makes more sense it than, d- it, than the Jurassic, Jurassic Park. World. Yeah. Jurassic <laughs> World. Uh, well, I think plot. that what, what they I mean, again, we I don't know if we want to do this on the podcast. You can cut it. Yeah. Post. But mm-hmm. they kind of sometimes they'll say that the, the predators developed the the xenomorph as like a weapon slash hunt like game that they hunt like a perfect prey that they release on planets and then they go hunt it because they're like super hunters and that's like their only equal (laughs) but usually in those alien versus predator movies like they really change the alien significantly so i'm always like well this is like really outside the the alien canon. canon yeah yeah but in any case. In any case, though, this <laughs> so, movie. So Vasquez says, let's rock. She starts shooting her gun. I love that. Let's rock! I also think this so is good. in 1986. It's, so this is before it was like common to see the badass character, the Ajax, if you will, be yeah. a woman. Yeah. yeah. And a believable woman, which is something we've lost now with all these like anorexic Buffy the Vampire Slayer, like yeah. badass women. Vasquez are, looks like she could. Yeah. kick the aliens' yeah. asses. <laughs> 100%. Well, and what, uh, what's great about that line, and if you notice me saying a lot of the Hudson lines, is in addition to watching this movie a bunch of times, I had a, I bought a, I went to like a computer show where you could buy like games and stuff, and mm-hmm. I bought 
um, this is pre-internet, so I bought a, like a 3.5-inch floppy oh, yeah. with a bunch of the WAV files. So then <laughs> I changed Windows so that like when you opened a window, it would say Let's Rock instead of, you know, like Ding or whatever in it's Windows 95. It's hilarious how you had to actually buy a physical piece of like plastic in order to do that to your computer too. For something that your someone... child will never understand. Oh yeah, no, it's insane. This will like... be our like we walked uphill both ways. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I had to go buy a floppy disk. I remember ordering a record at the record store, like or not a record, but a CD. Right? A like, CD. I was yeah. gonna say, I think vinyls will maintain. Yeah. I don't think anyone will have CDs. Yeah. So Gorman is like freaking out. He doesn't know what the fuck to do. So Ripley steps in. She goes over there and bails everybody out. Mm-hmm. Um, Literally by driving in and bailing <laughs> everybody out, but not without trauma. They do establish there were there were heavy losses. Yeah, almost everyone dies. Yeah. Uh, Drake gets shot. And she he's right at like the end. Vasquez's boyfriend. He gets unclear. I think they're just clear. friends. No, no. No, I think they're friends. No, I think they're. I think they're friends that probably have benefits, but I don't think that they're actually boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, I don't, I don't either. Know. I don't get that. I never got that feeling. I at always all. have. Hmm, interesting. I always got the feeling that they're like fellow badasses. Yeah, like they respect each other. And I get the feeling they're badass enough that they probably would do it with each other, yeah. but not exclusively. Yeah, they don't seem like they're gonna play house. I together. do like, and you know, okay, I like that he had those beads hanging off his hat. In front yeah. of his face, but I do think that might have contributed why you didn't see the acid coming right at him. Yeah, <laughs> like guy, maybe when you go into battle, don't put like dangling beads in front of your eye, asshole. The guy who um, played Drake, his name escapes me right now, but he's actually in a documentary I watched called. Uh, it was I, I think it's it's called something like I know you are you that guy from that thing, and it's just a bunch of like he's got like two hundred credits or something, but he always just plays parts like this. Yeah. I did use the early internet actually to track where all the small parts and aliens like what those actors were doing because I was just like a really big fan of them as a crew. Yeah, I yeah. always wanted a crew like that. Yeah, and then uh, we get uh, Hicks shooting the alien right in the mouth with the shotgun. With the shotgun, carries. He, he keeps it around for close encounters. Know. Yeah, sure. Dude, shotguns are great. Close <laughs> shotguns are weapon. the best weapon in video games. So yeah, yeah. Um, so then they they're like, okay, we got our asses kicked. Let's take off yeah. and nuke the site from orbit. It makes sense. And of course, the the squares try and say no. Well, yeah. Paul Reiser's like, are you fucking kidding me? Mm-hmm. And um, they get to, <laughs> and they're like, well, Corporal Hicks is the ranking officer now. Yep. And um. A little bit uh, of a socialist takeover at this moment. Yeah. Very yeah. triumphant. Hudson's completely freaking out, too. Yeah. He's just like... Hey, maybe you haven't been keeping up on current events, but we just got our asses kicked, pal. <laughs> this is great. These are all going to be sound drops for all the movie. All great, yeah. Oh. I might even still have that file. I'm really excited about <laughs> oh that. God. Actually, you should like awkwardly put in like 2000s-type like sound bites oh, in this episode. Were, as I remember, just... yeah, they're quality files, as I recall. <laughs> I, I bet, and if you just put them in, let's rock! So they they come to a consensus with um you know uh, Burke abstaining that they're going to take off and just nuke the fucking things. Mm-hmm. Um, the dropship, they're like, yeah, okay, head over here, pick us up. And the dropship, um, they get fucked up. There's an alien snuck inside. In. They the probably, alien sneaks in. They probably it's shouldn't have left the door open. Kind of ridiculous. Because also, like, why did they? Maybe, Whatever. Yeah. yeah, maybe they need to fly around a lot. Who, who knows? It, as it goes in movies, though, it's a small hole. Yeah. 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 
I like that they brought Gorman over on the um, gurney, and then when the ship crashes, they like leave him, and there's just some like shrapnel over his face. Okay, so something I should say is I'm terrible with names. Like this was a problem yeah. for me in school because so much of it is like memorizing authors, and yeah. I'm always like, you know, the guy that wrote the, the stuff about this stuff. Yeah, I don't ever remember names. I know every character's name in Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> and fun fact, also, the initials on all their screens, most of the characters, it's just the actor's first initial. Oh, that's cool. With the exception of Hicks, who is uh, uh, he was intended to be the main character in Alien 3. Yeah. So it was a little different. He yeah. had a more fleshed out character. Mm. So the dropship, uh, it crashes. And because get, of aliens, it's not because just because they're incompetent. Aliens do it, mm-hmm. and then we hear um, we hear uh, Hudson say, "Game over, man." Game over, man. <laughs> and probably then, the most one of the most famous lines in a movie, pro- in our lifetime. It's weird that like it's not talked it's about that way usually. No, but it's just in time and stuff the, because the way he um, delivers it is, and I get the sense too that at that time, like that wouldn't be. I don't know, like video game culture wasn't like no, wasn't. permeated Mm-mm. into like adulthood the way it is now. So for like, like to drop game over, man, game over. It's, it's like, true. it's a funny, weird choice. It's very specific. And like games, you know, video games use it constantly. Yeah. Like it's all over yeah. Easter eggs and video games. Yeah, it was used yeah. in the um, Alien's Doom oh, as well. I really love the, the moment conversion, which in is great. Um, Parks and Rec. They are at the morning zoo at uh, uh, do, uh, Crazy Ira and the Douche. And <laughs> China Joe drops game over. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's when Newt explains that they have to get inside because they mostly come at night. night. Mostly. mostly. <laughs> Which also establishes it as a horror movie. Yeah. Yes. And they, yes, they go through 100%. their gear. They go through, again, more kind of horror, like the scarcity of supplies. They go through their gear like, yeah, we don't have a lot of bullets. We have these robo sentries. I also like, I remember the first time I saw this, so not this time, but I remember the first time I watched this movie when they explain how dire the situation is, like how long it'll take yeah, for a rescue. Like 17 days. Like what they can do, yeah. you know, and you have the immediate threat of the aliens are going to literally come get us, entomb us in a wall. And lay chest bursters in us. Yeah. Which I have to also, we haven't talked about this, but that has to be one of the worst ways to die. Especially after you've seen it happen, because now you know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen to you. You have all the time where it would be inside. I've had an IUD and it, you can feel it. (laughs) So I can only imagine what an alien would feel like. I don't want to be a topper, but imagine, okay, you got an alien popping out of your chest. Yeah. But someone's also peeing on you. That's mm. worse. Worst way to mm. die, I think. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. What if they're pooping on you, though? You can <laughs> well, always make it worse. You, you can always, always make uh, it worse. No matter how it can sorry. always get worse. No matter how no. sorry you want to feel for yourself, somebody else has it worse than you. Yeah, no, Monica just came up with the worst one, which is an alien popping on you when someone's pooping on you. No, even worse than that is no, somebody's no. pooping on you and someone else is peeing on you. No, no, that's too much. I'm editing that out. Editing that out. That's bullshit. Uh, it so can they, always be worse. So they they get all set up. They seal the place. Yeah, and yeah, that's actually my find. note here too. Is I wrote down that part of what makes this a horror movie as opposed to an action movie is the enemy is much stronger than the protagonist. It's Definitely. not. It's, it's not, uneven. Yeah. And it's not like the protagonist just has to learn to believe in themselves, which is generally <laughs> just, what yeah. action movies are about, or they have to, you know, it's like no, or just, like they finally realize that they have the skills. To you know, or, or if they work right. together, they could do it. Even which is like a positive. I don't know. I would say in horror movies, if I was like, okay, the trope in a horror movie 
is it's a woman. And I think that's also to emphasize the vulnerability. Because mm-hmm. in horror yeah. movies, it's always like, you know, they actually will correct you in writing school and stuff, make it a female protagonist because it's more vulnerable feeling for there's the audience. There's very few movies where there's a final boy. Right. I think the reason is not a vulnerability. I think the reason, I, I think about this a lot. Um, well, it's because, a thing people write about too. I mean, it's a whole. Yeah. 100%, but I, when, and people will say it's because a know. woman becomes more vulnerable. I think it's because we all live in this fear that, like, mostly that it's women who are, like, being preyed upon by men. And when you look at a story where it's, like, a man in danger, there's not that ever-present, like, this thing, like, that's kind of underneath the surface that everyone's always aware of and always worried about, you know? like Well, I think well, everyone I mean, always it, knows if you're a woman who gets caught by a serial killer, he's going to rape and kill you. Right. Well, what, that's what the you're thing. Saying, and even if no, he's not no, going to okay, kill now, you. Okay, now, here's the well, truth. Hold on real quick. I Men think one, get raped by serial killers, too. Right. right. No, they but, just don't think about it. What I was going to say to that is one of the exceptions <laughs> to the rule for that, as far as movies go, is uh, Nightmare on Elm Street 2. Two. Which oh, true. is uh, like, but that's about like, the, what's under the surface there is, you know, him struggling with his like sexuality. Sexuality. Right. right. It, yeah. It's like an interesting yeah. thing. Um, so, get, I mean, again, though, we have the final girl, you know, yeah. it's like that death in the maiden kind yeah. of thing where there is always, so that again is a real horror movie thing. 100%. And we get the and stronger um, and we get the than, um, very romantic scene where Hicks, Hicks, yeah, Hicks gives uh, Hicks shows her how to use the gun. Mm-hmm. He gives her a locator. Around her and yeah, like, shows her his wiener. In the, in <laughs> the <laughs> super director's cut. That. But she also makes sure if it comes down to it, he's going to kill them all before he lets them get into him by the aliens. Yeah. And I have to, we, we were also talking about women and, you know, horror and all this. The other horror of the alien franchise is forced pregnancy. And it's like a forced pregnancy mm-hmm. that men are subject to, too. Yeah. So that's the other thing that I think the whole alien Well, the aliens, the aliens have a penis that come out of their mouths that's like another mouth with uh-huh. another one that comes out of their <laughs> No, I think that's from the the, the, the critic or something. There, there's only two mouths. There's a, No, are you sure? Yeah, there's only two mouths. There, well... Except for the queen alien who has a The queen alien has an extra mouth. Okay. She's the only one with the extra mouth? Yeah. Most of them have a single mouth that pulls back with with front teeth and they and okay so H.R. Giger would use skulls to make his stuff so he would like take pieces of skulls like the mandibles and you know yeah. and he'd like draw it with different you know penises between the teeth so um <laughs> that's that's the did you ever see the artwork the, the penis landscape which is what the dead Kennedys got in trouble oh, for oh yes yes yeah where it's just like it's this like a field of just like so I actually love it as art so the reason that in advertising um you use so many sexual images is because it triggers a part of your brain that's hard to turn off. It's an automatic response. And I love, and I and I did a lot of my research on like cyborgs and like the line between uh, biology and, and mechanic, you know, of where technology and humanity, inter- you know, kind of interact, like our cell phones, Elise. I'm looking, I'm sorry, I'm looking at some <laughs> H.R. Giger art right now, and I'm I love his enwrapped. art, though. It's hard to look away from. And in the same way that advertising uses sexuality to make you, like, remember it, where it sticks in your brain, where it triggers this, like... I do not want to walk into a single man's it's so many penis who has this on the wall. Landscapes. I mean, imagine living with this man in squalor. Ugh. Sounds cool as hell, dude. I mean, I'd do it. I'd do it. I'd, I'd, I'd just be like, cool, man. Let's go get some beers. Personally, I see myself as the HR Giger, so I'm just looking for like some model to abuse. 
I just see myself <laughs> as the guy who's like his friend who wants to like watch television. Yeah, and then I'm going to sit next to you and I'm going to draw a blowjob that you'll never forget. As <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, enticing as that sounds. Um, Not in a good way. So um, Ripley gives the locator to Newt and um, she's like, she's like, goes up to Bishop and she's like, hey, by the way, um, let's get rid of these like face huggers. And he's like, no, Mr. Brick gave specific instructions. They're uh-huh. supposed to be, you know, hidden. I and love so, that he totally uh-huh. narks on him. Oh, yeah. And yeah. she. Because yeah. he's actually he's, a good guy. Yeah, he is. Well, and because she, he cannot take or allow to be taken an action that would result. Yeah. And so Ripley confronts him, which uh, Ripley's believe it or not. And Ripley, I got to also say, I just love in movies when there's a character that you can actually relate to where you're not like, why wouldn't they do this? Ripley says the stuff that you would say in a real situation. This movie, again, is not one where you leave the movie be like, why wouldn't you just say it? I don't know. They're in a, honestly, they're in a um, life and death situation. Maybe that's not the time to tell her. Because she trusts him. Because when she came back, she had no one else to confide in. And as we already talked about, the main person helped her reintegrate. Why did she say to him, though, I'm going to make sure they nail you right to the wall for this. Like, yeah, why does that, she show her hand? Yeah, she well, yeah. because she's stupid. She's yeah. overly trusting. She's yeah. just like a dumb she's, trucker out of her league. Yeah. Truckers are smart. That I was, actually think truckers the... are... She, I'm saying she's dumb in that moment, but truckers are super smart. Good job, actually. I would love to be a trucker. <laughs> so, no, but she, she's lizards. just... Emotional. No, I, I, think a tru- I would think a trucker would be a great job. Oh, it sounds horrible to me. But it I does pay well. listening to music, getting paid. Have you ever driven for, like... You got a little cabin there. You can sleep. You can take a nap. But like, a lot of them have dogs too. Really? I'm yeah. at a trucker and he had a real doll wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's moving right along. The aliens attack at the sentry guns, and they they get past the first ones, sorta. Well, no, they actually are about to get past, but they stop as they're running out of ammo. Oh no, it's it's. Oh no, they get past the first ones, then they stop right yeah. as they run out. So then we get the scene that is generally like where it kind of cuts to from before. Yeah, if that's the edit. The yeah, that's edit, which is we get in between the two robo gun attacks where we see the emergency venting that the nuclear yeah. reactor is doing. And Bishop's like, "Yeah, hey, by the way, the planet's going to blow up." Yeah, on top of everything. So else. on top of everything else that we've already established, we've got like four hours to get out of here. And like. so then they do put. They're like, "Okay, we'll get some remote pilot of the ship." And we, well, they realize there's another dropship on the the main ship, the Sulaco. Right. Which the, again, you know, we see a lot of sci-fi with a lot of different ways to explore space. This like main ship that then drops small ships and hovers mm-hmm. and stuff is a pretty good, pretty good model. Good yeah, sci-fi design. We get the really ultra claustrophobic of I, the ship crawling. That, down. That's oh one of the God. two worst tunnel scenes in <gasps> film history. The other <gasps> one is the Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. He's in the poop tunnel. <laughs> Hang on, pause. I'm going to grab another. The yeah, other sure. Can you grab me the other one yeah. of these from the fridge too? No, that is something I think about though a lot. And I don't Talking to the talk microphone. about it too much in the movie. Um, no, I, this is just separate. Oh, sure. Um, like, I think about a lot about like why women are always like the final girls and I get and it mm-hmm. is it, it well, is and it's the not- vulnerability is the answer but I also think it's because it's a creeping fear that like we have as a society and that it and it always is a sexual thing because a man chasing another man is a very different kind of threat you know right like, well and I think it's interesting when you think about like bestial test when you think about most 
stuff, you you don't see female protagonists no. that men relate to. No. Except yeah. in horror. Like, it's the one place where you see this inversion of what's in every other yeah. type of medium. So yeah. we might have to put this somewhere else. Because actually, picking back on that, because like, I alluded to it earlier, but like I hated the Wonder Woman movie. Like I, think uh, it's, it's, I didn't hate it, but I definitely was pretty bad. not I, I, I'm glad they finally made a movie to teach little girls to run into machine gun fire. Yeah. Well, and also, like, can we have uh, action scenes where she just does cool fights? Like instead of the, the like, like freeze frames butt. of her like boobs and butt yeah. as she poses, which I didn't feel like I personally like martial arts. I like watching movies with a cool fucking fight scene. Have yeah. you seen uh, Haywire? No. It was I can't remember who directed. It had a pretty good director, and it was an, an MMA woman. Uh, she. Oh, that's cool, and that is getting and, bigger. Uh, and thanks she's, to Ronda she, Ronda, Ronda Rousey. Rousey. And she, the the girl in the movie is pretty good. She's not a great actress, but she, it's pretty good fight scenes. But that, that's well, or Kill hit. Bill. Kill Bill is a great example yeah. of like I love martial arts movies. Another one that got popular. It's not representative, but it was strangely female forward. Was Crouching Tiger, yeah. Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. So it's like you can do all these genre movies and put women in and it feels really new it looks new because yeah. you don't see that well yeah it's like it was such a big deal in um uh mad max fury road as well mm-hmm. where there's yeah. like a strong female and that was one of my favorite well what i liked, examples one of the too. things i liked about that too that was she was phenomenal. that's one of my favorite movies she was um years. you know speaking of trauma she was missing an arm you know yeah. like she had she had backstory like a lot of female protagonists are just these like cold-blooded, tough, perfect, Well, what they did wrong with Arya and Game of Thrones. Yeah. Right. Well, it's... They become... A lot of it, like, when a woman... For a woman to be strong in a movie, a lot of times she has to sacrifice... Her femininity. Her femininity. And her character. And her character. She she becomes a, a... an archetype because there's right. nothing because there's like nothing to, left to criticize i think like, mm-hmm. like i mean like linda hamilton becomes kind of like that but it makes more sense because it's a transition from where she was in the first movie we see it and i think it's, it's more better cool in that. too because she still does feel like she a also character. and, and she you also get the sense that she that in 1992 or whatever terminator 2 is set in nobody agrees with her she's in a mental she hospital. knows you and get she that knows sense the, of otherness with yeah her. she knows the world is going to end unless yeah. she takes action so like for her to be yeah. very single-minded a good example yeah. of like a thing that seems like it would be but like uh what's good with like furiosa mm-hmm. or with ripley especially is it's a very feminine badassness it's not yeah. just like yeah, a tomboy because totally. yeah, no. she's i mean throughout the movie the thing that drives her is her like mother like her mothering instincts you know like but i like it because she's like level-headed so you yeah. don't get any of this like it's yeah, not what it's, it's not, not the histrionic thing, like it's not the motherhood. thing that defines her but it's the thing that helps her survive you right. know and, and it's her motivation right. and it's and it's like and it and honestly it, to me because like motherhood like motivation because like motherhood is like something that defines too many female characters and it's the defining moment for their characters in well, television and movies but in yeah, this movie but in the wrong way like yeah, motherhood gets motherhood gets so weirdly in this in this movie it, yeah. it's like where she draws her strength you know is like well and i even walk, like how they show loss. motherhood as something transitory so her mm-hmm. daughter is dead mm-hmm. but they show that way her her relationship to her daughter and this young girl in general and how she can be a facilitator for this kid surviving an yeah. otherwise unsurvivable situation yeah yeah, yeah. and but you could trust that to uh wonder woman and like i right. haven't seen captain marvel but it's a, it got sponsored by the u.s air force every superhero has an origin story For us, it was the U.S. Air Force.
But so uh, moving um, moving right along. So they she puts Newt to bed, which is another very sweet scene. And when she checks on her, Newt's hiding under the bed. Yeah, <laughs> which is also cute because we have that nightmare from Ripley before. So they're also kind of PTSD. Yeah, you know, they're war like bodies yeah. over the xenomorph. That's and at some point too, lives. they realize um, and taken all they're... the rest of their families. Yeah, yeah. And when they and they do realize at some point here too that there's a queen, and they say like it's probably something we haven't seen yet, mm-hmm. and she's badass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the mama, <laughs> the, the, says, big mama. the big mama. <laughs> and Ripley goes up and she reaches for her gun because she sees that the face huggers are out. Yeah, and it's gone. Yeah. And, oh, uh, he took her gun. He takes too. her gun. Yeah, he God. totally sets him up. And so she goes He's up. A fucking monster. But she's stupid to not. I I I like it because I th- I see it as like an education. Like don't trust your corporate overlord, yeah. even if he has a nice face. Yeah. But you know, Ripley and he does was have a nice face, and yeah. he is very sweet seeming. Right. You know, when she realizes what happened, and they say let's ice this guy right now. She says no. That's her other big big mistake. mistake. Ice him right now, girl. Kill. He tried to have you and a child killed. He like. Well, she, well, well I get it. No, the way it would be hard to be like, you know what? Frontline rules. Yeah. Pull the trigger right now. Yeah, Honestly, it's hard, it's hard to, to. It's hard to switch to like no judicial system. Well, no, because what? No, what she I know, said. There's so many people dying at that point. Yeah, anyway. I know. Well, I, I'd be like, if yeah. you remember though, but her next line is, "He has to go back. She wants him to like stand trial." Which is so stupid. It's stupid. <laughs> they're all down. like, they're they're so life and death. Which is what alien resurrection is them. about. Really? Yeah. Well, well kind of. So, but in that scene too, we get the uh, he shuts off the monitor, and yeah, uh, yeah I mean, the, he, he does. He really fucks he them over. And it's, it's I really love. She can't when, break the glass, so she sets off the f- sprinklers. And I really love like when that, Hicks, the, um, that horror of like trying to yeah. figure out like what do, do the, what do we do? What do we do? I wanted to go back to it's it just because it's one of the scarier scenes. It's so scary. It's a horror scene. It's probably the scariest. Scene. I think the scariest. Scene, oh, I don't know. Well, it's that's a whole. Two that's a, we've that's got a whole segment yeah, on we that. Do. People, yeah, we so. do. I know. I know. It's, um, so much to say. It's about so. Aliens. It's because those things look so scary. It's so. It in a lot of ways they are more frightening than the xenomorphs. I think they're scarier because when if that gets you, you're gonna have a chest burster. I'd rather get killed by. I'd xenomorph. rather be killed. You know. Yeah. Interestingly, too, Burke—he's mostly referred to by his last name, possibly yeah. a reference to Edmund Burke, the father of, of British mm-hmm. conservatism, uh, who brought uh, believed in the supremacy of private it's, property, and it's spelled the same way and hierarchy. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh-huh. if if you've read perhaps. The so I I do, and again with the court, I I think it's a I think it's an intentional a little, reference. A little subtle nod, perhaps. Nice. Mm-hmm. When the um, when the face hugger crawls up. On the table behind Newt. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. That and there's like and something about with the water coming down on them, like to make it more chaotic. It's all it's so frightening. And it was a really apparently a really big deal to do this in 1986 because what he had to do to make those puppets look like they were running at them was to reverse the film. Yeah. So like he basically he had like they could run forward, but he had he threw it like off a table to make it yeah. look like it jumped. You know that Ugh. scene. And when they jump, when you find it was a big question if the water pouring down on that scene would look wrong Mm. once they reversed it, because would it look like the water was going up? So this is like all stuff that again, it looks great. It looks great, and the whole scene, just even all the stuff where you don't see them and you're looking around the room at all the furniture and stuff, Mm -hmm. and like where are they? Well, and it's cool because you know they're hiding. About like all those little details when you add something like water in a scene. Yeah, actually doing it when you didn't have like you can just change anything in post. Right. 
It's right. really hard. Yeah. Well, and um, so and they're, they're, those little bastards are fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so as alluded to, they they talk about killing. Uh, well, Hicks her. has them shoot through the window real quick. Yeah, well, yeah, and then Hicks, Hicks saves them first. because yeah. he's a good person. So we do establish that everyone except Burke basically is a pretty good is a pretty good person, person yeah. which I also like because again, this is a movie with good attention to detail where the majority of people behave according to psychology that makes sense. Yeah. Rare movie, sadly. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's very rare, especially in some movies we do. Where it's yeah. Like, where it's like, even if the main character, like let's say we get one where the main character does nothing that doesn't make sense. The side characters, for they're sure, all going to make a lot of mistakes. exist just to make yeah. the, everything move yeah. forward. So this is a nice movie in that everyone, including Gorman throughout yeah. makes sense yeah mm, rational actors and and such mm-hmm. but uh so they talk about icing gorman or um not gorman but burke burke they don't mm-hmm. do that they send uh they cut the power well the as others. they're about as they're basically coming to that that wartime execution decision yeah. the aliens know yes. to, to protect their own yeah mm-hmm. the, the aliens uh they cut the power and send and then hicks sends them out with the trackers to check what do you mean they cut the power? How could they cut the power, man? They're animals. And we get a great scene. Again, then, it's great scene. And then this is one of the, the Hudson really may scary. Be right. And Hudson's like, yeah, there. It's um, fifteen meters. It's like, no, that's inside the yeah, room. Yeah, he's counting down as throughout. Yeah, beep, beep. he's like seven beep, meters, beep. five meters. Building beep, beep. tension. Yeah. Says there's there's movement all over the place. And then they real then they realize they're in the ceiling. Yeah, they open up the drop ceiling. And, then, and again, a thing that's hard. And we're talking about horror sci-fi. We understand how the technology works. Yeah, like it just makes intuitive sense. We all get it. Those beeps, like yeah. everything. It and and it builds suspense. They've done all this like detail work up till now, where we really like we've got the trackers, we've got the yeah. barricades. We know how everything works. Yeah. We're not confused about what is happening right now. And then, I really like that when Hicks discovers them in the ceiling, he yes. falls down while shooting, and then aliens just start falling from the it's ceiling. Great. And then Hudson freaks out, but in a good way. And he starts going like "fuck you" and shooting him. <laughs> and then he again, gets, great psychology. He, gets, he probably would. He's been like he's yeah. been a little bit fractured, a little keyed up, yeah. he's a little keyed up. <laughs> and then I know from like it was kind of cool because like uh, when I'd visit my dad at work when I was a kid, because um, he worked at a, he works on computers. They the floor was always I guess like a foot above like the actual floor. Oh yeah. And they would run cables under there and stuff, and they had like a suction cup you could pick up the floor tiles with. And Hicks gets pulled down. Yeah. Or Hudson. Hudson. Yeah. Hudson gets pulled down into there. Yeah. And that's how he dies. Yeah, and he gets like an alien and he's hand like, across his face. And they yeah. make a point. I think it's Vasquez who comes and makes sure like she shoots, she him. shoots him. Yeah. Cause the other thing that's kind of cool about the survivors is there's an agreement between them that yeah. like, we're not going to get entombed in these worlds. Once they, yeah. once they saw that alien come yeah, out of that we chick's don't, chest, they were we like, that is not my future. Alien to come out of our chest while someone's pooping on us. <laughs> but there's something again, like I like that. It's not this more traditional movie narrative of yeah. like reactionary bullshit. It's yeah. kind of like, rational actors like if if i was there i'd be like hey i don't want to be in tune well, it's also anything to it, not it's make that be very they, they do it very quickly they don't make a big dumb speech about no, it no that's also the other thing is like they they trust their audience to just get it yeah right and yeah and that, which most i mean again most people do yeah mm-hmm um Burks uh, gets uh, he he lock- locks them in. He locks them out. He <laughs> runs away as they protect him, and then he locks them out again. He goes yeah, through two like, rooms and like, locks them out. What was yeah. his plan if he got away from them to get to the other to to, 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 to talk get to, to Bishop and be Bishop like, hey, and we take, gotta get out of here because Bishop was, do, can't like, fuck him over. Did he think he was gonna make it to Bishop on his own though? 
better than well, taking his chance with Hicks. Once yeah. everyone knew he had tried to it kill was too, Ripley yeah. and Newt. That was his only mm-hmm. option, I guess. That's true. And it was a fast, I think a fast panic. And he just was like, well, they're going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> it, it made sense. Yeah. Still. I mean, yeah. still, I'm, I'm thinking about it right now, but it yeah. still does make sense. So the, the everyone else, because they've been locked out of two doors by uh, Burke, they go into the vents. Mm-hmm. Um, Vasquez and... Super scary. Yeah. Vasquez and Gorman end up staying behind. Uh, she gets burned like she. Like, yeah, Gorman gets well, to have acid. his like his cool moment at the end. Yeah, well, he redeems himself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He starts trying to pull her up, and when he can't do it, he just pulls the pin on a grenade. And, yeah, and they grab it together. Yeah, and is this, and it's a very cool. Some of the time, that's an action movie. Okay, moment so right I said there. earlier, one hundred percent. I said earlier, I watched it thirty-five times <laughs> that summer, and it's a little bit of a lie because a lot of times we actually stopped watching right here. Why? Got bored at the end. Oh. <laughs> It's pretty long. I mean, it's a super long movie. And I actually, the thing I love most about Aliens is, like I said before, the sense of a squad or camaraderie and all this like psychology going on. And there's a little bit for me, I know this is more where it starts following like traditional movie narratives. But it's also where it drops off for me. See, but when uh, she has to go back by herself, yeah, that's it's when, an awesome scene. Yeah, no, it's a great scene, but it didn't have the rewatch value for yeah, me. Yeah, I will say that the I watched it most of the time. Yeah, just not it's, every time. It's a really smart choice that Hicks was incapacitated for, throughout all that. Because that well, and again, it makes sense because he yeah. gets hit by the acid. And yeah, I like how they make the acid an ongoing threat. Yeah, like Drake and mm-hmm. Vasquez's partner, etc. Because what he gets hit with is the acid. Yeah. And that, and that the elevate. So, okay. So Vasquez and Gorman explode in the air vents and they buy them time too. So everything yeah. makes so sense. Because after they trying- explode with that grenade, part of the reason Ripley, Hicks, and Newt make it away is because a bunch of aliens just got blown, blown up. Blown up. And, and now right. it's not so Newt, easy to Newt ends up getting lost. She falls down a vent shaft. And so they get Ripley and Hicks go back to the drop ship. And, you th- and as they're on their way, an alien breaks into the elevator, horror movie style, and they shoot it. With the shotgun, but acid, acid for blood. It gets mm-hmm. Hicks. Gets Hicks. He's incapacitated. So then, when they he's get on back, tons of morphine or something space style morphine, yeah. space morphine, space and, morphine, and they get back there, and yeah, they, she's like, "Yeah, we're not leaving." And Bishop's like, "We're not," you know. Mm-hmm. And right. that's when we get maybe the more like traditional action scene where she's like yeah. suiting up to like go back and kick ass. But it's so terrifying. The it's first so time scary. I it is, oh no, this scene I love. I don't love when the queen's on the ship. I mean, I do. I love but the whole I, movie. This, <laughs> but but this part is it the, is so great because it really does seem like when the I saw over, this when the I, queen shows up and there's up. so many fake. You know, I yeah, love it's in a songs. Huge I fake love out. music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when you get that, like you think the song's over, and there's like no, yeah. it's back. Bishop gets Everything, cut in half. Bah, 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 <laughs> and it's back. Yeah, yeah. But when she's like, I'm going back, is like. It, but it feels completely different than an action movie. You don't have that swelling of like pride. You no, feel, you have like a you, horror, like yeah. a, oh shit, don't do it. You saw how it. hard it was to get to this point, and I remember the first time watching it just to being walk like far. She has I to do go think it's unbelievable, back. though. I, 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 well, it is and it isn't because the movie sets up that everything's about to explode. So yeah. as she's going down, there's like steam coming out of every vent. Everything's going into hyperdrive. The aliens are very disoriented. So maybe it's yeah. possible, which again is attention and they were to detail. All, that, they were all coming after the crew, so right. So there's a little bit of, yeah. but she goes all the way through this this whole situation that all these Marines couldn't, and she gets all the way. 
no. all the way into the I queen. think it's only because of what had just happened. Right. I, I think do. so. But yeah, it's well, definitely it, a suspension of disbelief moment, but yeah. And, well, they also, they killed a bunch of them. Like, yeah. there's like, And they're presumably like, they show us in the map and everything earlier on, and if you've ever played any of the video games, you also understand <laughs> that it's all the way through this whole channel where... The queen is chilling. And all the aliens came to the other side to attack them, and now they go to where the yeah. queen is. So maybe. Well, and, and there's also like, there's like a couple hundred aliens, and they've well, killed a bunch. I assume thousands. No, they, they said there's like 60, 70 well, how many families. People, yeah, how many people were on the colony? Yeah, they said there's like... That's true. Yeah. So it's so got to be they've in the depleted the pop- hundred. I think it was like 200 people or something. Yeah, they, they said there was yeah. like 200, 250 people. So there's like 200, 250 aliens. That's true. That's so true. they've killed a lot of them. A lot too. of the yeah. adult aliens are dead. That's and true. A lot of them I are, never thought about and that. And a lot that's of them true. probably are hiding right now. Because they're, a lot of them died. Mm-hmm. You know? That's true. And they have different types. Because when you go down, in, they're like the egg taker care aliens that actually, again, this is not explained. <laughs> yeah, when you, she shows up and her like bodyguards are there and she's like, check out my boys. Well, and if you have the magazine, <laughs> you they understand like... they actually designed these different aliens based on wasps and shit. Mm. So, so like when she comes to the queen, you know how they're the aliens that climb down the wall? Yeah, her boys. That, yeah, the boys that have like different, <laughs> my boy, my boys. My boys. My Boys, <laughs> and they have like different vents on their back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I guess and, that's true. And you see yeah. the queen pooping out eggs, and, and she's she's in the like, I, I she's slimy. What that, a shitty life! And they make gross. And she's yeah. What is she like? The, the real looks, victim she's, like, is rigged the queen. up. It looks in, in the nest. <laughs> it looks great though. Like yeah. I don't know how they did it that. It like moves like organically, mm-hmm. like like a, a and has like veins. It's so gro- it's like it's pul- so everything's disgusting. pulsating yeah. and translucent. It was just and covered in goo. Just exactly. So much goo. So many noises. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the foley work. They're like, let's stir some mac and cheese. You know, when you look close up at a wasp nest. Okay, so wasps made a little wasp yeah. nest in my window, and I like watch them sometimes. And it gives me the heebie-jeebies. Yeah, this whole gross. movie gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> like we said before, she kind of reasons with the alien queen. Like, she's Mom, like I'm she take- threatens the babies, and she's like, "Phew." Yeah, and she's like, I'm, "Let me get out of here with Newt," and then she opens the egg. And she's like, "No, fuck you, fuck you." And she, yeah, she throws her grenades in there. Mm-hmm. She just she fries them. She kills all her eggs. Pisses the queen off so bad she rips off her own vagina. Oh, no, <laughs> it's not her vagina. It's, it's her, her egg. uterus. It's, a it's, a it's her egg. egg it's like, but it's like hooked to her crotch. Yeah, it is hooked to her crotch. And so there's probably some right vagina off. that's ripped off. Well, maybe some the, labia. I assume <laughs> everything about the aliens, every part of every joint of the aliens, <laughs> is some kind of is some kind of vagina. Everywhere the alien is touching another part of itself is like a vagina penis compo. <laughs> but yeah, no, she rips it right off and she's like, ah! By she the way, really all the sounds of the running. alien are baboon sounds yeah. fixed. Which, again, weird choice. I think they should have done something more insect-like, but yeah. whatever. Well, and so the queen's chasing Ripley. Ripley goes up the elevator. Queen goes up the elevator. She gets up there. And Bishop's gone. And she's like, Newt. Ah! She's like, close your eyes. Like, we're about to like just get fucking eaten. Yeah. And as it goes, like, also getting blown up or eaten or whatever, that's a fast death. So yeah. she still saved that kid from yeah. a way better I definitely, end. I probably would have died because I probably would have jumped before oh, that elevator opened. Same. I think the same thing. If, like, if I was in that 
position, I'd just be like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's just jump. Yeah. No, I, I'd kick the alien's ass. So I'd be cool. <laughs> With your zero weapons. Yeah, I got my hands, baby. And they show her, her deadly ticker, weapons. Like zero, zero. I think there's a skunk. Yeah, no, dude. That's just me that's smoking the, the that's, herb. That's me ripping off my vagina <laughs> tube. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah. here and I'm laying eggs and I'm done now. And I'm so getting, the smell that? of it yeah, being done. And I'm giving Mo- Monica some of the purple stuff so she doesn't feel bad. <laughs> And I'm finally calm. Yeah. Now. (laughs) There's the purple sticky hairs and the visible THC crystals. Do you want to close that window, actually? Why would I close it? I don't know. I guess I'll do it. I don't mind. I. I. It's just you know. It's just some hopefully not dead skunk. So uh, Bishop lands. He's like, yeah, the platform is coming unstable, and Ripley gets away, and the movie ends, and everyone's happy. (laughs) <laughs> or does it? Oh, record scratch. <laughs> so nope. we we get the falling action, and then the queen's tail. We see a drop of acid hit the deck right. of the Nostromo, or not the Nostromo. Oh, that's the Sulaco. Because, yeah, because of her ripping off her egg her, sack, mm-hmm. yeah, or one She's of the probably many bleeding from her vagina, or, or one something. of the many bullets shot at her. Oh, that well. too. And they don't really Ripley, clarify Ripley what it is. straight up like, <laughs> like shot up her baby maker. Mm-hmm. And like then, she shot grenades into her baby. But she maker. is huge. Yeah. And we see the tail go through Bishop, but the first time you see, it, you think maybe he's got an alien in him somehow. Yeah, but that was a cool. I think that's yeah. a cool fake out too. Yeah. They use the clothes because it comes right through the chest. It comes through the chest, but yeah. it's a tail. Yeah. And then she just rips his ass in half. Mm-hmm. And but then, he's not. He's not done. No. No. And uh, the alien starts uh, going for Newt. Yeah. So Ripley mm-hmm. gets in the, uh, the to show to teach Ripley a lesson. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She killed. Her so kids. she's definitely sentient. Yeah. And oh, it's one hundred percent. She's like she knows that like okay, that's your offspring, and I'm I'm coming. For we her. see yeah. also the the queen's feet looks like she has heels on. <laughs> yes. <laughs> she looks kind of done. That's the one thing that doesn't look great in this movie is when the queen moves. It doesn't look great. I think the queen is. Uh... Okay, when I saw this movie, I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And when you know it's not H.R. Giger working on the movie. Well, yeah. the, the Queen was designed by James Cameron himself. Exactly. Yeah. You can tell. I mean, the Queen is a great design mm-hmm. for an action movie. And I think this is why this movie gets the rep it does. It's kind of this end. Yeah. We'll, we'll talk about piece. it more because we're so close to the end. But like, I, I, uh, I think... Part of it is just, well, I guess we could just talk about it now. Why not? It's our podcast. It's, um, I think some of it is the way the movie's marketed. Yeah. And, and that's why people are like, oh, it's an action movie. And it's also people who don't like horror movies like this. That's and so true. they don't call it that. They call it like, it's a. Well, and it's also where the movie the, the does one, the action movie thing of like, the next scene's going to make a bigger baddie. Yeah. Like, if you make it to the next scene, there's going to be this like escalation. Mm-hmm. Well, and what we get a lot too, like the, the one. Uh, genre that I hear come up a lot around here is like, oh, it was a thriller. I'm like, oh, what, yeah, what is that? I love I've the even thriller heard... action, uh, or, or, or rather thriller horror dichotomy, because I think it's so... I was watching something <sighs> recently, and I was like, is this a thriller, or is this horror, or what's the... Well, yeah. there, there's monsters in this movie, so it's Well, pretty... this movie comes... Yeah, this is a sci-fi movie. So the other thing that's funny about sci-fi and fantasy is you can... You can almost borrow from every other genre. Yeah. But right. as long, it, it just is the setting that defines those genres. Or, or westerns as well. Western too. Yeah. Tombstone. Um, 
but uh, but but the I, queen. I don't feel the queen has the same. If you if you are looking at the design, if you are looking at the art, there's something that's less. Organic there's something about less her. organic, less creepy. Yeah, I do think it's it's still it's great mechanical. from an action movie yeah. standpoint because it makes a lot of sense from an action movie escalation. She's scary in yeah. that way. But the alien, the xenomorph itself, and the face hugger are more like sexual and creepy. Yeah, it's like creepy. It kind of stays yeah. with you beyond it. Yeah, and I and I think that's like, lacking. You know, the the alien like, might eat you, but the alien might fuck you too. Right? Yeah. It's like gonna like fuck, eat you, and leave you pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> the queen looks like a robot. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. It's scary. In 1986, it's the baddest, badass, terrible thing I've ever seen. And looking back now, too many years later, I think it could have been creepier. And then uh, we get Ripley. Get away from her, you bitch! Mm -hmm. Which is a line that was, uh, I can't remember what they changed it to on Fox when they would show it on regular TV, but it was not Not as cool. cool. Mm -hmm. But great line. And then, yeah, she fights it, but... She's terrified the whole time. Yeah. And then she eventually. Yeah, she's literally screaming the whole and time. And it's creepy. Like, yeah. And it, it's very, it's a because it's great. Right. And the reason the fight scene works is you don't see the alien that much. No. Well, don't. and because she's in a, you essentially, get close up. Max, she, yeah. she's in a cage, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. essentially. And the, the face is biting at her and clawing at her face constantly. Yeah. Which mm-hmm. again, not like Dalton that's and very, Jimmy. No, that's visceral. The, that's, the queen doesn't grab her yeah. and say, I used to fuck guys like you in prison. <laughs> <laughs> you know? And she, and it has like the dripping like Vaseline spit yeah and mm-hmm. all of its mouths which is nice too so you got like it it's got claws and a tail that can rip you in half and it's got spit yeah and then Ripley's like okay classic I'm just it's gonna, gonna lube you up and then rip you in half out of the fucking airlock she's like let's yeah. kick it old school well and I like that the airlock thing from the uh, this is the sequel so now we've got six alien movies mm-hmm. but at this time we only had two yeah. and I like that in the first movie we have this airlock scene and like I said Newt and Jones and you could make the the analogy mm-hmm. in these movies and now it's like they take the airlock and up it yeah it's a it's a huge mm-hmm. it's a well it makes it's no like physical an airlock sense. you go into yeah. and and it still is like you know she holds on and yeah yeah, yeah whatever it doesn't matter yeah <laughs> you can hold on you see the thing is okay because I know a little bit about this so I a, do too so, no, it's no, not totally wrong actually yeah because mm-hmm. a perfect vacuum is is essentially like negative sixty psi but we use mm-hmm. inches of mercury mm-hmm. it's thirty inches of mercury which is roughly sixty negative 60 psi so it's not like it's more like in like 2001 a space odyssey where like if you go out into a perfect vacuum it'll take you more than a few hours like i i think i read 30 minutes to like evaporate in space naked yeah and you like slowly freeze or something so it's like not like a like you'll die you'll die you're gonna be dead in a few seconds oh it's seconds oh because you inhale the you can't enter oxygen right 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 Right. but But i think i read like if you run out of oxygen in space and you assume something it's not like it sucks you through like an alien resurrection that's that's ridiculous because how could you build spaceships then right 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 you know if you could get sucked out of a hole the size of a Mm -hmm. penny so it's more like aliens, what they showed of like, there is pressure outside that would pull you out, but it's not like such strong pressure that you couldn't counter it mm. inside mm-hmm. your artificial gravity. And she closes the airlock and, mm-hmm. uh, Bishop. and Bishop helps her. And it turns out this Android yeah. is not a shit. It's not Bilbo this Android's Baggins. got a heart. Of this milk. Android's already, he's got a heart of <laughs> milky milk. gold. He's got- <laughs> 
Not bad for a human. Yeah. And we saw his intestines, and that was a thing that when I was in fifth grade, all the cool guys talked a lot about. <laughs> it was Bishop's intestine. Yeah, I don't know why. That was like a really like and then, so scary then, scene. So then in the next movie, they're like, okay, let's start off by killing it's three like, of the four people who survived. Okay, just... Alien 3 is, Aliens is my favorite movie. Alien 3 is my least favorite movie. Alien 3 is a horrible movie. It makes me mad it's, because I know what the plan was for the original yeah. Alien 3, Alien 4. There's a f- there was a few plans because that movie was, I, there in was talk in, for years. And there was well, talk in 2015 about doing the, the the sequel that ignores the third and everything. Well, well no. The, so there, so and it, it, it made its way again. into the uh, extended universe. But they actually wrote with Aliens kind of a well, tentative yeah. plan where the third movie was supposed to be Hicks in a mm-hmm. mall planet where their spacecraft accidentally crashes and releases the xenomorph in this mall planet and newt and ripley are still in hypersleep and then the fourth and final movie was supposed to be Mm. the xenomorph getting loose on earth yeah and everybody's in play and it's like the earth thing yeah Yeah. that would have been a cool movie and that's a really cool progression like think if that had been yeah what alien 3 was it would have been so cool yeah there are, Instead, there, it's this like prison planet full and, of and, rapists. Okay. And you it's, do get, and parts of the mall planet are in the prison planet. And then there's this whole other thing. And I guess, I mean, a lot of people have written a lot of things about Alien 3. Well, I mean, uh, Tywin Lannister's great in it. Yeah. <laughs> the guy. Right. As his, uh, uh, that's his, I think that's the actor's name, right? Tywin Lannister. Yeah. The guy who played uh, Rock on that uh, Fox show. So. Yeah. He was really good in it. It's a really well acted. I'm actually movie. offended by the fact that, like I said before, I would go. I, I used the early internet to see what people and aliens were doing, and it turns out too few of things. And they're all great actors that did a great job with very little. And then you see these like actors in Alien Three, a terrible movie where people did too little with too much. Yeah. And those people are people uh, that you're like, oh, this guy and this thing. No, no, I disagree. I think the people, the acting in Alien Three is great. It's one of the things that mm-hmm. saves them movie. I mean, like, I do agree. I've only seen it once. I do agree with you, and I think the acting in Alien Three is still inferior to the acting in Aliens. And, like, it's not their fault they couldn't get an alien, so they just got Alien 3. I would have taken Alien 3, too, and I would do what I could with it, but yeah. it's a terrible movie. Well, it, the, the set design in Alien 3 is great. It, like, uh. there, there's a lot of things that are great. It's just, it's so, like, you, you start off the movie by shooting yourself right in the foot. Just, well, it just undoes everything you just saw and in Alien. What? Right. And, and for no reason. You and this is the other thing is like plot wise, no take them reason. out and of even the plot. Then, like, so, uh, like, like work it through. In, like, okay, have them wake up One and the, have it be part of the story. Well, why, why would you ever just kill them? Oh, yeah. wait. Because you couldn't get Newt to have her act again because she never acted again. Yeah. She well, she was not a good actor. No. No. <laughs> Something we've been kind of not mentioning while doing this movie. And then... Um, but she's better than other child actors. You could have just swept her out. You could have put any kid right, in that any, role. Uh, or, yeah, exactly. No it one was would know. no big deal. No one would give a yeah. shit. I almost it, wonder if it wasn't now... I And I found this out literally for this podcast. So even though I had all the Alien magazines and Extended Universe stuff. Maybe it was a Michael Bean replacement issue. Maybe it was something with the contract with Michael mm. Raymar or something. No, you know? no from what, no, yeah, from yeah. everything I've seen is the movie got, it. they were talking about doing a sequel immediately and it got right. stuck in development hell for different reasons. Mm-hmm. They didn't like the script. Well, can we get this director? Well, this director didn't like that script. So then they write a new script. Like one of the last scripts they did, I think Cronenberg was briefly attached to mm-hmm. it. Even. Oh, 
like everybody big has been attached to aliens like loosely you know right well in the but like alien 3 i know one of the last scripts they did before they um, and it was david fincher who who did alien 3 i've only seen aliens uh, other fun fact about me i have seen every alien movie 10 times plus alien 3 i've only seen half of one time <laughs> that's how much i hate alien 3 <laughs> It's not that bad. And I've seen Covenant it was and Resurrection multiple times. Okay. Well, that says more about you than about anything. Three. I love an unpopular opinion. And I love. I actually had this friend. He'll never listen to this, but I wish he would. Mm-hmm. That loved Alien 3. And we David got. David Fincher directed oh, Alien Oh, David 3. Fincher. That's right. It's David Fincher. Yeah. That's right. Ugh, and it's so bad. And that's the proof he's a terrible director. <laughs> and I'll stand by that as well. <laughs> Alien 3 was probably the most fertile ground for any, you know... Well, one of the, I know one of the last scripts they did before they settled on that one was there was going to be one where this would be like the United States and the Soviet Union, and then the Soviet Union fell right yeah, before they started that's shooting. Right, that's right. <laughs> but this like, is also... Aliens is such a great property because it also shows the intersection. First of all, it's a movie about corporations. But when you watch the history of the franchise, you see how like Hollywood has really right. well, fucked and, and the famously, property. Yeah, and it's sad because it's a great monster, and it's a great first two movies, and it's a series that has so many great actors attached to it. Like even too late, like even Winona Ryder in Resurrection, like yeah, you know, yeah. Guy Pierce playing an old man in Prometheus. Mm. It's a great property that has like moments of brilliance. And moments of like the worst. Well, and in terms of like the, the cultural, the influence this movie's had, it's it cannot be like overstated. No, this movie, it can't. It was on the cover of Time magazine. It was on the cover of Mad magazine. Mm-hmm. It's generally makes lists of the hundred best movies. Yeah, if they include, it's always considered one of the top five best sequels of all time. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it would have to be right yeah. up there with The Godfather too. It's it's Godfather, Aliens, and then a Terminator two, and then and then honestly, and then a shifting cast of other movies. Yeah. it's 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 Godfather two, Aliens, mm-hmm. Terminator two. Terminator two is usually in there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, I mean, but not with the same consistency as Aliens, which is also interesting to look at because I think James Cameron, who wrote and directed both, preferred Terminator 2. Oh, because that was his story. His actual yeah. story. And I think Aliens is the better movie. I think that the Terminator series is It does kind of speak to he did a little better adapting something, you mm-hmm. know? Well, it was a mythology that his attention to detail, his nerd alert, yeah. his too long was great. Yeah. But it, it, it corralled him. Yeah. And it's I also think his, his, that's what he needed. I mean, well, I mean, the Terminator movies. I and, love Terminator one and yeah, two. I mean, like he's a guy who gets a lot of shit for his characters, like, no, like not I think being, he's great. I think he's great at it, actually. And like, well, I think he's great at letting actors develop him. Yeah, I think what it right. really is is that he lets. I think he works with the people that he respects, and, and I think he lets them develop it. Yeah. And people crap on his dialogue, and I think Aliens has his best dialogue, his best dialogue, and a lot of details in Aliens mm-hmm. are improv by the actors. Like yeah. if you go back to that scene where they're getting ready before they deploy, 
And there's like all the writing on their various, all the actors were given their mm-hmm. characters and allowed to develop them pretty far. And then they altered their costumes and their weapons accordingly. Yeah. And I think it's really cool. Yeah. So when you like see it, all they, they got a lot of ownership of their characters and it comes through in yeah. a way that matters 30 years later when you're on a podcast yeah. <laughs> talking about... <laughs> sci-fi yeah and so i so think that's a good spot to get into the segments the segments oh. segments he bought the soundboard so he could annoy me no, no. no. with the segments echo no. 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 no can you turn it off please sure keep sure, it on sure, sure. the whole time <laughs> i only want to talk to you with that echo on <laughs> actually if you could dan could you just like get maybe a microphone so that every time you speak when i'm here you can yeah, yeah. So, so first, first one, one dan please turn it off hottest titties best guys there's a lot of um male gaze boob zooms on her on her giant giant muscular boobs, boobs. giant muscular boobs where she's got like guns and near her boobs let's go back in time nobody nobody you know showed him in a pasty yeah which is like what I would do now. <laughs> and instead, it was just allowed to exist in a world of sex aliens. Yeah. They're going <laughs> to knock you up. And here's a muscular woman with abnormally large breasts. Uh, best hair. Also Vasquez. Yes, with her um, bandana. bandana. There's no question. For me, best hair is uh, Hicks because I thought he was cool, and that's who huh. I wanted to be when I saw this movie. I'm Aww, like, yeah, that's cute. Yeah, that's who I want to be. I'm well, like, that's... I'm like, I'm like cool. I don't like stay frosty. Yeah, I say, I say <gasps> actually, stuff like I think that. Hicks is a great male role model. Yeah, he, actually, he is because he's definitely not like entrenched in like toxic masculinity he's helpful oh, okay, he's, okay he's a badass yeah but i knew that i'd really be hudson where i was just like <laughs> i'd say things that were funny and then i'd be scared yeah i like I, yeah yeah I, I i knew that about me for too. me burke is the true hero of the movie <laughs> right yeah. okay do i if, really relate him to. him and ned Beatty and network i remember you saying <laughs> we should also she's not my choice but ripley also Mm-hmm. goes from terrible 70s hair to terrible, terrible 80s, 80s hair. hair. So that's worth a mention. She's okay, 70s hair. Yeah, 80s but that 80s hair, 80s hair is like hair is full bad. bozo. It's B- Best outfit. Okay, okay rough. My... I was thinking about this, getting ready for this, and I was thinking how bad the costumes are in this my movie. My number one is Ripley's jumpsuit with no, her No, my number Reeboks. one's Vasquez again. Oh, that's a good call. <laughs> See, for me, my best outfit is the loader suit. Oh, I also have Vasquez oh, on here. Oh, which yeah. is I knew this which includes um, Ripley's uh, gray sweat jumpsuit and the Velcro Reeboks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the Velcro Reeboks are very cool. But I'm still going to go Vasquez because uh, it's the bandana. It's that tank top that looks like you're not trying but still does show your boobs. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's hard to do. Um, and it's those cool cargo pants. I very also hard like, to find. I also want to discuss... Well, my outfit for Ripley is really like a 80s version of the future that I enjoy. Well, no, I feel bad for Ripley because she's a great character. Yeah. She's super cool. She's the best character. Yeah. Probably 100%. Yeah. And they did her dirty with that hair and that outfit. <laughs> <laughs> she's such a tall woman. And she's to put her in a jumpsuit. Like, to do that to her. <laughs> I like, I really like 
There's a moment. I'm sorry. I'm so jumping around here, but like, there's a moment where um, they're about to enter the compound because mm-hmm. she's where I just thought of her leather jacket she's wearing when she's Which outside. Which is cool. And she's standing in the rain and she's about to walk in and she like can't do it. Mm-hmm. Her acting is so superb she's in this great. movie. Yeah. Which, no. Well, in every movie. Yeah. She's a great actress. Yeah, she is. It's not great in Heartbreakers. That was not, not her best work. I would say it's literally an Oscar turn. Uh, she and Jennifer Love. <laughs> with Jennifer the, Love Hewitt. With the, okay. Wait. All right. Uh, best death. Oh, Ooh, to write tough my call. You go first, honey. Uh, Hudson, man. Yeah, it is Getting really pulled good. Under the with this, the alien hand over his face. Over his face. Fuck you. Yeah. Ah! Really you know good. what? I'm gonna go that nameless colonist that gets the chest burster. Oh, that's so good. It was big influence because like when you, in, if you ever played Duke Nukem 3D, all the the babes of the game would be like mm-hmm. booger to the wall, be mm-hmm. like, kill me. I didn't play Duke Nukem 3D, but I did play the original Duke Nukem. Yeah. My mom it. had the uh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, I played that too. So I, I still I love Duke Nukem. I have for a, that. I have to give it to Vasquez and Gorman. That's gonna. That's be a, a great death. Too. That's a great one too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In the book novelization of the film. That's my favorite death. Alan Dean Foster. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Everybody shouts out. Shouts, shouts out. out. Uh, but I would say that the death of the co- nameless colonist with the chestburster, I also like that there's the suspense of the dream with Ripley, but yeah. that's when you really first, that's like the first death. Yeah. Great gore scene. You get the blood yeah. and you see the chestburster all alien. the way like yeah. break out of the, like, yeah. so it starts the whole chest bursting thing yeah. and then you see the face. When and you see how dies. scared they are. And they're scared, and they don't know Once what's coming. Once they see that happen, mm-hmm. yeah. Because they clearly didn't read the CD-ROM or whatever. <laughs> we also haven't talked about this. I know you guys probably did with Darius, but I never listen to podcasts. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. And nobody in the cast, or in the cast oh, of knew the that Oh, knew that yeah. that was coming. Yeah. In the, so I, I love like watch, the I actually scene. watch that scene all the time because mm-hmm. I love... Watching the actors, like because one of the because and actually what I love about that choice and I'm sorry if we talked about that well who cares on the episode with you would never if you were directing the movie and they knew what was happening the choice would never be to fall silent right right and they all fall silent when it but that is what would happen in real life it is it it feels really real in a way that like both of these movies feel real in a way that most modern movies don't yeah. I agree yeah. with that. Well, like, I, I feel like the effects in this movie, they're really impressed by them in the sense that, like, I almost don't even notice them. I'm, right. I'm just like, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm so immersed in it. Mm-hmm. That, like, scariest scene. Okay. So we were talking about it like that it might be the scene with the face huggers. Yeah, with Newt and Ripley. And that probably is. But honestly, when I think back to the first time I saw this, which for me was not that long ago compared to you guys... The scene where they see them on the motion trackers mm-hmm. and they're closing in on them. That was one of the most intense movie scenes I had ever seen in my life. I had to stand up during it. <laughs> I was so nervous. Like it was it was unbearable nail biting intensity. So I I think I have to give it to that moment is the scariest for, for me. For me, I mean the the one I really remember from when I watched this the first time and how much it affected me was when uh, Ripley's like, yeah, I'm going back in. Yeah. And just the, the terror, because he knew how bad it was getting out. Yeah. And when she says, I have to go back in. And 
I mean, every yeah, the the motion trackers, the face huggers, that's all really good. But that was just like, I was like, holy shit! <laughs> I'd never seen a movie like that. Like yeah. I was like twelve. I w- hadn't watched a lot of horror movies yet. I had never seen a horror movie when I saw this movie. Yeah. This was around when my mom started letting me watch like rated R movies. Yeah, too. same. Like, this and, was the one of the first rated R movies I was allowed to see because I had read the book. Yeah, the mm-hmm. first one I saw was so like I was able to convince my mom to let me watch it because I'd read the book. I saw Die Hard before this, and I saw Terminator. I was Predator, allowed to watch rated like, R movies, but this is yeah. one that I wanted to see that I convinced my mom to let me see. Yeah. yeah. But I we think watched for, a lot of action movies, but my my parents are both very afraid of horror, so that's probably yeah. why I never my saw mom this too. As a kid. My mom's yeah. very afraid yeah. of horror. I think for me, the scariest scene, the face hugger scene with Newt and Ripley, is objectively probably the scariest because like mm-hmm. the flashing lights and yeah. all the setup, like we talked about before. But for me, the scariest scene is the one after they regroup when they're in that meeting room and they like lower the blinds yeah. and they're talking about how long they have and yeah. how they're going to get help and they're trying yeah. to make their That's plan. That's a really good call. You know, because it has that feeling of like, oh shit. really fucked. And it's right in the middle. They've had the losses. And that's a scene that's very not action movie. Not at all. No, it's a discussion scene. Yeah. Well, it's also, it's a... And it's in world. No, it's a like, we're going to die scene. Yeah, it is. It's a preparation like, we're going to die. There's no hope. Yeah, it's it's not (laughs) like an action movie. It's like, if we we kill these three bosses, we get out of here somehow. Mm -hmm. Like... No. And at that time, also, as they're discussing it, another thing I love about this movie and what makes me think it's not an action movie, they don't know what the boss is. They're, they're, right. You're in the mindset of the characters and they're trying to survive. Yeah. You know, with what they know, I mean, which is not the full information too. from the beginning of the movie. We as the audience have that dramatic irony from the beginning of this movie. Yeah. That the threat is real. I mean, yeah. there, there are definitely action elements in this movie. Oh, but of course. It's just of course. Lately, it's, um, would you survive? No. No. Almost certainly no. not. Probably not. No. I don't think so. I mean, I like to think yes. Like if there was like a whole like a whole bunch of coincidences, maybe, but probably not. No. Yeah. It, maybe you would. You're you're a mom. The mom. Maybe survive. a mom. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe a mom. I also think it would be hard for me to find the will that to That would survive. be the thing that would get me through it. Would be like, right. that would be the thing that would give me the will to even want to fight and not just like kill myself. A lot of this movie to have is just like uh, just protect. jump, just yeah. jump. Yeah, better than getting eaten alive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I've never done both, but you know. But if I had to, if I had to choose, <laughs> mm-hmm. I would say this movie's better than Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. And I'm a big fan of Part oh, Four, yeah. but yeah. this is better. Oh, well, machetes. my favorite movie. How many machetes to give this movie? I'm as many as possible. <laughs> Five. Yeah, five. I'll give it um, 4.75. All right, cool. <laughs> no, fair enough. Yeah. I mean, I can see saying it's not a perfect movie. No. You're wrong. <laughs> but it's a gr- it is a really, really great movie. You just said it wasn't a perfect movie a little bit ago. It's perfect for me. <laughs> you, you just said it's that you, there's a part you turn it off because you got bored. No, I watched it 30 times, but not 35 times. Oh, Sometimes okay. you got to be like, well, I'm only going to, you know, if I've... Gonna- if I have a little whiff of aliens. If tonight. I just want to check, if I know the the oh, parts. quick question. So, did you see this movie before you saw Alien? No, I saw Alien first. Oh, okay. See, that's actually a thing. I saw Aliens first because mm. my mom just. I she's saw Aliens getting, first. It, getting them out of the a library. A lot of people did. And 
more popular yeah. movie. Well, it, I think it's actually, the better movie. I take movie. that back. I I'll actually it's say a, this is arguable for yeah. the fandom. I think Aliens is better. I think Aliens part of the reason we, we wanted like part of the reason we were like we have to do this movie on the podcast is because when we did Alien, we were both like that's a great movie. It's like really good, but I just wish I was a, talking about Aliens right now. Well, yeah. the other thing is like people will shit. Uh, I think genres exist to be fucked with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Alien is more of a horror movie in the sense that it's a sci-fi movie that took horror conventions and yeah. merged them. Yeah. But Aliens does that too, but it's interesting. And yeah. I think the reason people call it an action movie is it's like a horror sci-fi movie that well, they, holds your interest. Because there's machine guns in it. And there's really, literally the only and reason people guns. call it an action movie, I think. I, I don't want to open up a whole other can of worms, but... Um, the Terminator movie is structured exactly like a horror movie. Yeah. But it has machine guns. If he had edge weapons, True. I think people would think of it as a horror movie. True, because the way he's like a stalker. The first Terminator. Following. Yeah. It's, it's more, it has more in common with Michael Myers yeah. or Cause Jason. Because yeah. that is a horror premise that all these women named Sarah Connor are being like blown away. And well, then and there's even a how, final girl how vulnerable sequence. she is. It's there's such a, a final girl There's thing, a robot actually. skeleton. Yeah. There's also a well, series. Well, after Gal- Michael Bean's character is limited in Termin- Terminator the which the first one yeah okay so personally again I actually like Terminator more than Terminator 2 although I, I like Terminator both. 2 better but I saw Terminator 2 first yeah. and I initially liked Terminator 2 more but in it, that was my as aliens adult, as a kid Terminator, Terminator 2 <laughs> 1 and I saw Terminator 1 so I saw Terminator 2 then I saw Aliens then I saw everything James Cameron ever made yeah. ever made because I got super yeah. into Aliens so then once I saw Terminator, Terminator and Aliens are such like sister movies yeah. that I loved Terminator. Yeah. Another thing in the horror category for Terminator, he takes his eye out, like really graphic. Oh, yeah. all that whole life. scene in the hotel. And I would say just in general, that sense of like Sarah Connor's helplessness and the way they yeah. show her in the ho- in, in the restaurant and everything feels like a horror movie, how you get Plus the sense Plus there's a very like this. camp sex scene between her well, and Michael. Right. That's why I say, and the boobs <laughs> in that sex scene. And just go on ba, 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 and on and ba, on like a horror movie. I like how then the like the piano gets more dramatic. Yeah, <laughs> it's the Terminator theme, but it's like dun dun dun. It's like it's a like boob version. Yeah, it's like yeah. You can tell they're really pounding it out. <laughs> but 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 the first Terminator is more of okay, an action movie than a horror movie. They're not just but... pounding it out; they're conceiving. Yeah, guys. The, the yeah. That's how you conceive a baby. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And it's 100% boob. A lot of people don't realize that. It's all about the boob. Uh, that it's all about like how your boobs... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. <laughs> and that's how you make a baby that's going to save the world. All right. So that's Aliens, everybody. <laughs> uh, go, please go to Bennigans.com. Oh. Uh, check out the deals we have there. Shut up Benigans. about Bennigans. Oh, that's good. Keep it spooky. My favorite cake is from Bennigans. Thank you, Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Looking from the inside, you feel Nothing on the outside is real Does it really show? All the other kids put you down No one ever wants you around No one wants an alien Never, never thought you could feel Was never been around Dreaming of a place 
Everything around you stands still. No one.